MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. By McDonald's. We love to see you smile. By Coca-Cola. The official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By Alltel. Are you connected? By the Home Depot. NASCAR's home improvement warehouse. By 76 Gasoline. Next time you're on empty, fill up with 76 with Pro Power. Get the spirit of 76 by Husqvarna. Feel the power by Wix Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR. By Featherlight, the official trailer and coach of NASCAR. See Featherlight at www.featherlightusa.com. Two-way communications by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. And by Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. Welcome back to South Carolina and the Darlington Raceway, where today the NASCAR Winston Cup Series is set to go with their fifth race of the year, the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Cars are fired up along the pit lane, getting ready to begin the first of three pace laps before we start today's event. So let's take a look at the starting lineup for the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. 43 drivers ready to roll here this afternoon, starting 43rd, driver Larry Foyt. He's in the Harris Dodge. 42nd is Tony Raines. He's in the base motorsport Chevrolet. Joe Nemechek starts 41st. Joe drives the UAW Delphi Chevrolet. And the CLR Ford with Brett Bonine starts 40th. Kyle Petty will be rolling off from 39th in the Georgia Pacific Brawny Dodge. The Sitco Ford with Jeff Burton will be the 38th starter. Ricky Rudd will start 37th in the Motorcraft Ford. The UPS Ford with Dale Jarrett starts 36th. Steve Park rolls off 35th in the Pennzoil Chevrolet. Jack Sprague will be the 34th starter. Jackson the Net Zero Pontiac. Kevin Harvick starts 33rd. He's in the GM Goodrich Chevrolet. And the America Online Chevrolet with Jeff Green starts 32nd. Ricky Craven has the tied Pontiac in 31st. Starting in 30th, Robbie Gordon, the singular wireless Chevrolet. Terry Labonte has the Kellogg's Got Milk Chevy going from 29th. 28th starter, Tony Stewart, the Home Depot Chevrolet. Mark Martin goes from 27th in the Viagra Ford. John Andretti has the Cheerios Dodge, graded in the 26th position. 25th is Bill Elliott of the Dodge Dealers UAW Dodge. 24th starter, rookie Casey Mears, the Target Dodge. Mike Skinner has the Kodak Pontiac going from 23rd. 22nd starter today is Johnny Benson, the Valvoline Pontiac. And Kenny Wallace has the Stacker 2 Dodge starting in 21st. The 20th starter is Bobby Labonte in the Interstate Battery Chevrolet. The Haviland Dodge with Jamie McMurray will roll off 19th. Dave Blaney has the 18th position in the Jasper Engines and Transmissions Ford. The Granger Ford with Greg Biffle is 17th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. will roll off 16th this afternoon. He's in the Budweiser Chevrolet. And the 1-800-CALL-ATT-DODGE will see Kenny Schrader moving out from 15th. 14th starter, Jimmy Johnson in the Lowe Chevrolet. The Miller Lite Dodge with Rusty Wallace starts 13th. Matt Kenseth has the DeWalt Power Tools forward rolling off from 12th. And Jeremy Mayfield will be starting 11th in the Dodge Dealers UAW Dodge. Todd Bodine has a National Guard forward starting in 10th today. Michael Waltrip qualified 9th. The Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. They crashed in happy hour practice. He'll go to the rear of the field for the start. Sterling Marlin, defending champion of this race, has his Coors Light Dodge lined up in the 8th starting spot. 7th is Ward Burton and the Caterpillar Dodge. 
Kurt Busch blew an engine in practice yesterday. He qualified sixth in the Rubbermaid Ford. He'll start at the rear of the field. Jeff Gordon, a six-time winner here at Darlington, has the DuPont Chevrolet lined up in fifth. Fourth is Jimmy Spencer, the Sirius Satellite Radio Dodge. Third, Jerry Nadeau. He's in the U.S. Army Pontiac. And on the front row, Ryan Newman, the Altel Dodge. And his first career, Bud Pole, Elliot Sadler in the M&M's Ford. 293 laps is what it takes this afternoon to run the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 here at the Darlington Raceway. They've made about a lap and a half of the three laps they'll take before they put them under green. Why don't we take a quick swing around the racetrack and bring in a couple more voices that'll be covering the action in the turns. Down to the south end of the speedway over in turns one and two from Barry, Vermont, is Dave Moody. All right, thank you, Barney. Good afternoon, everybody. There's a very fine line between victory and defeat here at Rockingham. The fast way around here at the south end of the speedway is up top, just a few inches from the concrete wall. The closer to that concrete you run, generally the faster you'll go right up until the point where you get too close. Scrubbing the wall, sanding the sponsor off your right rear quarter panel in favor of one of those dreaded Darlington stripes. It's one of the most challenging turns in all of NASCAR racing, guaranteed to produce some anxious moments this afternoon, and we'll cover them all today from high above turn number one. A number of drivers have already picked up those Darlington stripes this weekend. The evidence on the wall over there at the exit of turn number two. If you make it safely through turns one and two, you hit the back straightaway and come into view of Mike Bagley from Dover, Delaware. Thank you, Joe. Good afternoon, race fans. I'm on top of the press box located high atop turn three here at Darlington Raceway. And just as Dave Moody described, you're always teetering on the brink of contact, whether it be with the outside wall or with a fellow competitor. Turns three and four, the north end of the speedway, the key is is to get off the end of the backstretch, dive to the bottom of the racetrack, and let the car engage in a four-wheel slide until it gets about six inches off the concrete wall. The trick is easing back in the throttle, keeping the car off the wall, and keeping your car off of someone else's. It's a handful, and we'll be here to cover all the action in turns three and four this afternoon. Today's broadcast of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by Darlington Raceway to MRN Radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the express written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. Pace car takes the field over into turn number three. They'll be getting the green flag this time when they come back to the start-finish line. Big crowd on hand here at Darlington Raceway here today as we get ready for the start of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Up front, a Ford and Dodge. It's Elliott Sadler and Ryan Newman side-by-side. The pace car pulls off the track in turn number four, hits the pit lane. Here comes the field down to the line for the start of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Here's Barney Hall. Darlington about to get its 100th Winston Cup race underway as the green flag goes in the air. They come down to the line and take it off to turn number one. Elliot Sadler, Ryan Newman, Jerry Nadeau, and Jimmy Spencer scramble as they head to turn two. Side-by-side side for the lead. Sadler on the inside. Newman on the outside. Gives a point to Ryan Newman as he surges ahead to the back straightaway. Ryan Newman takes the lead off of turn two. Elliot Sadler falling in line in the second position. Those two have crawled away now from Jerry Nadeau by about three car lengths with Jimmy Spencer and Jeff Gordon lined up behind. Now battle for the lead coming off turn four already. Elliott Sadler wants the top spot. He goes to work on Ryan Newman coming down to the line. They are side by side. By inches, it's Newman, but Sadler still on the move in turn one. Elliott Sadler charges deep into turn number one. He will take away the lead. Newman drops it back to second. To the backstretch. Nadu looks to the bottom of the racetrack. He is trying to take the second spot away from Ryan Newman. He had the lane off turn two. By the time they get to three, the lane is sealed off. Here again, Newman slides wide with Nadu looking low. Going to see some hard racing in the first 10 or 15 laps here simply because, as we say, the rain has washed all the rubber off this racetrack, but it will stick. The, t- the tires will stick exceptionally good for the first 10 or 15 laps. Scramble again for second place. It's turn two. Jerry Nadu down on the bottom of the racetrack. He'll push the Pontiac to second. Ryan Newman back to third. Battle for fourth. Jimmy Spencer and Jeff.
Jordan was pouring on the steam coming off of turn number two. He had the inside lane but had to come out of the throttle. Now Gordon, instead of pressing Spencer for a position, he's been forced into defense mode with Sterling Marlin looking to make some moves. Marlin took a shot to the outside of Gordon going to turn three. Now off turn four, Gordon figures he's going to have to make something happen. He goes after Jimmy Spencer. Falls in line at the start-finish line. Further back, Jimmy Johnson on the move. He drops down to the low side of Matt Kenseth. Takes the low lane into turn number one. He'll take a spot away. Whoa, Jimmy Spencer gets way high. Jeff Gordon, evasive action, pulls to the bottom, and he'll take fourth away. Jimmy Spencer almost collected the outside wall coming off of turn number two. That left the inside lane opened up. He will grab the spot. Spencer does have some damage on the left rear, but he is at speed and running in the pit spot. From sixth place on back to where the really hard racing is going on right now as they roll back down to the start-finish line. Jeremy Mayfield, Ward Burton, Rusty Wallace, Earnhardt Jr., and Todd Bodine mixed up in that one as they go back over to turn two. Rusty Wallace is also on the charge party. He's taken the eighth spot away from Ward Burton. Right behind him, here's Jimmy Johnson to the inside on Todd Bodine. He will complete the pass, coming on to the back straightaway now. Jimmy Johnson works his way towards the front. Jeff Gordon doing the same. Gordon, after clearing Jimmy Spencer, has closed in on Ryan Newman. That's the battle for the third position. Up front, though, Elliot Sadler shows the way, coming back to the start-finish line. He's got an eight-tenths of a second lead over Jerry Nadeau, who's closing quickly. The battle now for third, heading to turn one. Jeff Gordon tests the waters on the inside. Whoa, trouble. Second place car goes up. In flames around the corner goes Jerry Nadeau. Spins it all the way around. Everybody dives to the inside. A great piece of driving by Nadeau. Does a smoking 360. Touches nothing and keeps going. Now spinning at the entrance to the back. Straight away is Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth goes down to the apron of the racetrack. Didn't make any contact. Did not appear to make any contact with anyone, but the yellow flag is out for the first time this afternoon. Back to turn two. Jerry Nadeau, Barney running all by himself. Just apparently lost the handle going into turn number one. The Pontiac went all the way around. A smoking 360. Somehow managed to avoid hitting anything. Grabbed a handful of steering wheel, punched the button and took off again at the exit of turn number two. A couple of other cars tangling, taking evasive action. Matt Kenseth got turned around at the exit of turn number two, but he as well has driven away. That was a very close call for Jerry Nadeau spinning in front of the entire field. He was running second at the time, and as Dave Moody uh, reported, did not uh, make contact with the outside wall. Everyone got by cleanly, and Nadeau falls back in line. Great qualifying effort, and he was starting to close in on Elliott Sadler, Barney. Yeah, he's really pushing the throttle going off into that corner, but uh, if you go in there just a little bit hard and that thing kind of kicks sideways, sometimes you can't catch it until it's already looped around on you, and that's what happened to Jerry Nadeau. First yellow flag of the day is out. As we said, it came out at lap number six. Elliot Sadler leads. Jeff Gordon is second. Ryan Newman is third. Jimmy Spencer is fourth. Sterling Marlin make up your top five. Wherever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. You can count on Hercules Tires to have your back when times are tough, all while adding money to your pocket. The purchase of four qualifying Hercules Tires through May 31st, 2020 could get you up to a $70 Visa prepaid card. Visit HerculesTire.com slash spring rebate to learn more. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. We're going back to green flag racing as they head off into turn number one. Elliott Sadler leads them down. Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, Jimmy Spencer, Sterling Marlin chase him over to turn two. Everybody remain single file for the moment. Sadler right up next to the concrete. Jeff Gordon rides in second. Newman takes a peek to the inside. Nothing there at third. No one steps out of line. Onto the back straightaway comes Elliott Sadler. Jeff Gordon stacked up right behind one car length in arrears. 
Here's Gordon now looking down to the inside, not close enough to make the move in four. First of the cars that came in and made stops is Dale Hart Jr. He's running back in 19th now with Jerry Nadeau, the man who caused the caution, running right behind him in the 20th position, and they are cutting their way through the field. The leaders, though, up in turn one in front of Dave Moody. Elliot Chandler, Jeff Gordon have broken away by five car lengths now over Ryan Newman. Another three back to Jimmy Spencer, who's got company from Sterling Marlin. For traffic, stacks up. Fourth on back, Jimmy Spencer, Sterling Marlin, Jeremy Mayfield, and Rusty Wallace. Wallace at the tail end of that battle now. Rides to the tire tracks of Mayfield. Mayfield looks low on Marlin, but can't make the move. Tell you who's making some moves is Tony Stewart. Tony's picked up about four or five spots, slicing through traffic as he worked his way down the back straightaway and back to the front of the field as he heads over to turn number two. Race is going to be from third back. Third place right now belongs to Ryan Newman. The battle heating up for fourth. Jimmy Spencer way up high. Sterling Marlin looking down low, but can't make it stick. The inside lane was left open coming on to the back stretch, but not close enough with Sterling Marlin to get by Jimmy Spencer. Instead, Marlin has his hands full. Here comes Rusty Wallace trying to make the move down low. Rusty drives it down to the inside of the track, trying to challenge Sterling. Marlin falls back in line off turn four. Further back for about the 16th position. That's some good racing. And one car gets out of line. It is Jack Sprague spins coming off turn four down to the inside of the track. Everyone scatters wide to get around Jack Sprague's car. He spins and winds up right here shy of the start-finish line. And the caution flag comes out for the second time here this afternoon. Sprague, again, just like Jerry Nadeau earlier this afternoon, spins, kept the car off the wall, fires it up, and drives off. Jack Sprague did a good job of keeping that from getting into the wall and doing a lot of damage to his car. He will be able to continue, but the field will see the caution flag as they cross the line. Elliot Sadler brings them back down. Now, we told you a moment ago, quite a few of the cars came onto pit road at the end of lap number seven, or just beginning lap number seven. We're anxious to see now how many of the guys will decide to pit that did not come in just a minute ago. We are working lap 13. Elliot Sadler, Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, Jimmy Spencer, and Sterling Marlin show us the top five. As this caution is on the field, six is Rusty Wallace, Jeremy Mayfield is seventh, Jimmy Johnson is eighth, Todd Bodine is ninth, and Ward Burton is tenth. Now, none of these cars pitted a moment ago. Tony Stewart is showing in 11th. Dave Blaney would be 12th, Greg Biffle 13th, Ken Schrader 14th, and Johnny Benson make up the top 15 on the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone, AutoZone. First of those cars that did come in and make the stop, Dale Hart Jr. now rides to the 16th spot. Kenny Wallace is behind him in 17th. Jerry Nadeau, who spun back on lap number five. He's worked his way now back up to the 18th position. Got Bobby Labonte in the 19th spot. Tony Raines is in 20th. 21st is John Andretti. 22nd, Jeff Green. 23rd is Mark Martin. 24th, Ricky Craven. And Jeff Burton now runs in 25th. Now all the cars who didn't come in back on lap number five are going to make their stops. Led by the race leader, Elliot Sadler. He brings the parade off turn number four onto the entrance of pit road very slowly and begins making stops let's go down first for our coverage to daniel fry well tony stewart pulls the home depot chevrolet in they're working on the right side also in is uh, dave blaney tony stewart they're going to take on four along with kevin harvick who also pitted earlier terry labani's in as well as todd bodine Adam Alexander. And we'll continue coverage of the midsection of pit lane. Coming down in the Coors Light Dodge is Sterling Marlin. Four tires and fuel for him. His first stop of the day. Greg Biffle also making a stop. Ken Schrader, this is their first time on pit road. Bobby Labonte is back down the pit lane for his second time. Johnny Benson making his first stop. And Matt Kenseth making his second stop of the afternoon. Four tires and fuel, and they repair some more sheet metal on the left side of the DeWalt Four. Down to Winston Kelly. Jeff Gordon will beat out Elliott Sadler. It's the drag race between Rusty Wallace and his teammate Ryan Newman, everybody getting four tires and fuel. Ward Burton down on pit road. He got four tires in his Dodge. So everything here on the front section of pit road, four tires and 76 racing fuel. 
come in and make a stop at either one of those shifts. He now leads the way as they hit the back stretch. Jimmy Spencer, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jerry Nadeau, all nose to tail. Now, here's Spencer driving away from what could be a side-by-side battle momentarily between Earnhardt Jr. and Nadeau. Earnhardt Jr. hangs on to second place for the moment as they spill off turn number four and back down to the start-finish line. Talk about some hard driving right now. You keep your eye on Jimmy Spencer because he's going to try and hang on to that lead as long as he can. He's got plenty of company in turn two. As usual, Jimmy Spencer driving at 110% of capacity, but he's got big-time company. Here comes Junior, down to the inside for the lead. Going for the top spot, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is there. Opens the inside lane, almost makes contact with Spencer. Does not, but will take the lead in turn three. Dale Jr. makes it look so darn easy. Drove right down to the inside of Jimmy Spencer and blew by to pick up the top spot. Junior leads. Now Spencer sees the challenge for the U.S. Army machine. Jerry Nadeau is on his bumper in one. Nadeau, who dodged disaster a few laps ago, is right back there. Spencer gets loose going into one, opens the door. Nadeau to the bottom will take second. Spencer slides up the racetrack. He loses second position to Jerry Nadeau. Now falls back in line. Next driver on the attack is John Andretti. And two more lined up behind. Jeff Green and Mark Martin all stacked up behind Jimmy Spencer. Now, Jimmy Spencer's got about 18 laps on that set of tires. Everybody else has anywhere from six to nine laps on their tires. So Jimmy did not pit either that first caution flag nor the second. And he's losing spots, I think, due to that as they go back to turn two. Materios Dodge now goes on the attack. Looks to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. Nothing there at the moment. We'll pull it low again at the exit of turn two. Racing for the third position. Couple of dodges. Jimmy Spencer trying to hold off the advances of John Andretti. But he can't do it. Andretti is there. He'll take the position in turn three. And now Mark Martin looks to the inside of Spencer. Spencer just trying to hang on here again with older tires on his car. He's going to lose another position. Mark Martin has the Viagra Ford pulled down to the inside lane. Challenges at the start-finish line, but now gets back in line behind Spencer in one. Back to single file right behind them. Another two abreast battle. Jeff Green and Ricky Craven. Now here's Mark Martin to the bottom. He'll beat Jimmy Spencer off turn two. So now Mark Martin goes to fourth. Jimmy Spencer falls back to fifth. Jeff Green, next man on the attack behind them side by side. Jeff Burton and Ricky Craven ride door to door in three. It's a good race going on right there between Ricky Craven and Jeff Burton as they come out of the corner, hit the front straightaway. They are still door to door. Still a good race directly ahead of them between Jimmy Spencer and Jeff Green. Four cars, actually five cars and a knot as they go to turn two. Down to the inside, Jeff Green now putting the crosshairs on the back bumper of Jimmy Spencer's serious satellite radio dodge. Can't find room to work this time to the back stretch. That is the battle for the fifth position and a whole lot of cars stacking up behind. You've got Spencer holding off Jeff Green. Green looks down to his inside. Here's Jeff Burton making the move down low. Burton now going after the sixth spot. Nothing is holding up Dale Earnhardt Jr. though. He is pulled away now to a two-second lead over Jerry Nadeau. Third place is John Andretti. Mark Martin is in fourth. In the fifth spot now, Jimmy Spencer. The shuffle on behind him in turn one. Jeff Burton to the bottom of the racetrack. Takes that position away from Jeff Green. Then it's Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch. Single file. Off turn two. Oh, trouble in turn four. One. Sterling Marlin is in the wall. Bobby Labonte goes around. He gets tagged by Kevin Harvick. Tony Range is in it. Jack Sprague in it as well. Heavy damage on the Bobby Labonte machine. Everybody else trying to drive away. Caution on the speedway already. We've had three yellow flags, and we're just at lap 23. Back to turn two. Sterling Marlin got up into the wall, Barney. Heavy damage on that machine. He got things bottled up behind him, and as they took evasive action, Bobby Labonte got spun around. Tony Range, Jack Sprague, a number of others piling in along with the Kevin Harvick machine. All those cars have driven away, but Sterling Marlin, Bobby Labonte, Kevin Harvick in particular got the worst of that incident. Quite a bit 
of damage on Sterling Marlin's car and also on Bobby Labonte's car. A lot of sheet metal dragging as the caution is out for the third time this afternoon. And the trouble spot has been going over there into turns one and two. Let's go back over there. Well, Barney, they get uh, paired up in that double file formation coming into turn one. That works fine on the straightaways, but when you get to the corners, it gets awfully tight in a real big hurry. And when somebody gets in trouble, like Sterling Marlin did there, there is very little room for error and not much of an escape route for the cars running behind. Sterling has taken the Coors Light Dodge to the Winston Cup garage, and I noticed after that last restart, he was kind of falling back through the field, whereas early on, he was challenging for spots. He had fallen back to the 23rd position, got caught up near the back of the pack as cars were going by him on the right and the left. Bobby Labonte's car also going back to the Winston Cup garage. Jack Sprague's machine taken back there as well, while Kevin Harvick has damage on his car. He comes rolling down the pit lane now to make a stop, so three cars go to the Winston Cup garage as the caution flag comes out on lap number 23. Now, just about everybody else comes down to make a stop, led by race leader Dale Earnhardt Jr. Let's go to Adam Alexander. Now, we'll start with Kurt Busch. He comes in on the midsection of the pit lane, going to get four tires and fuel. The last time he came down was lap seven. Also in, Ricky Rudd, John Andretti, Johnny Benson making a stop. Matt Kenseth is in, Ken Schrader, Greg Biffle, Mike Skinner, Casey Mears, and Robbie Gordon, all getting four tires and fuel on the midsection of the pit lane. Winston Kelly? Pulling away is Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's going to get out just in front of Jerry Nadeau. Some damage to the right side of the machine of Jimmy Johnson. They're going to work on it, pulling that sheet metal away. Rusty Wallace has his Dodge on pit road just behind Jimmy Johnson, just in front of Johnson. Another Dodge. That would be the one of Ward Burton as he pulls away. Another Dodge of Jimmy Spencer, who is running in second position. Four tires in fuel for him. He's down and away. Danielle Fry. Kevin Harvick has made his second stop under this caution. They continue to work on the right side, pulling the sheet metal away. Also in was Jeff Green. Bill Elliott took on four, along with Tony Stewart, Dave Blaney, Steve Park, and Terry Labonte. They continue to work on Todd Bodine's car. He pulled it behind the pit wall. The hood is up on that machine. And Tony Raines also came in with significant amount of damage to the right side of the car. And Kevin Harvick is pulling off the pit road. Tony Raines will take his car to the garage also. A couple of machines that elected to stay on the racetrack would have been Dale Jarrett and it looks like uh, Jeff Gordon, the only two cars to stay out there. We'll follow up here in a moment. We're back at the Darlington Raceway, working caution number three, and it came out on the 23rd lap here this afternoon. I hope it's not going to be one of those days. Yeah, it's been pretty wild so far with, uh, again, three cautions so far, and this most recent one costing us at least four cars that are in the garage. Let's go to Adam Alexander. Get a word with Sterling Marlin. Sterling, what happened? Well, I guess it really started lap before. Uh, you know, one of the slow cars stayed out. You know, pretty much had him pass. Uh, getting down in one, it's a give and take deal. And, uh, you know, he knew we was coming, me and Jimmy and... and 20 car and he just raced standing in the corner and he had to check up you know to keep him wrecking me and him both and uh you know go back down in three and four and, and uh jimmy and him got to run on me and uh, come up off four it looks like jimmy got loose i was on the outside you know, he didn't mean to and just uh when he got loose we home bumpers and uh you turned us both in the fence difficult start to the day for sterling marlin heavy heavy damage to the course light dodge bobby labani also involved in this accident he continues to set in the interstate battery chevrolet they are working over the back side of his machine the trunk lid was actually dragging behind the car when he pulled it into the winston cup garage they're working on that car going to try to get it repaired get it back out also joining him in the garage area jack sprague and tony Raines. we'll see if we can't talk to some of the other competitors involved get their side of the story in just a moment 
So that's four cars that go out early here, and a couple of cars that were contenders for the win, including last week's winner, Bobby Labonte, now sitting in the Winston Cup garage. We've completed 27 laps in the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Now it's Dale Jarrett leading the way with Jeff Gordon in second, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is third, Jerry Nadu fourth, and Jimmy Spencer fifth. John Andretti lines up in sixth. Seventh is Jeff Green, eighth Mark Martin, ninth is Ricky Craven, and tenth is Jeff Burton. About a half lap from going back under the green flag. Eleventh is Kurt Busch, Casey Mears is twelfth, 13th, Bill Elliott. 14th is Tony Stewart. Mike Skinner is 15th. And 16th now, Ricky Rudd. 17th is Michael Waltrip. Ryan Newman is 18th. Elliott Sadler, 19th. And 20th now, Greg Biffle. Rest of the top 25, Dave Blaney, Rusty Wallace, Joe Nemechek, Steve Park, and Kenny Wallace. Now, remember, the front two did not come onto pit road this time. Dale Jarrett and Jeff Gordon will stay out there, so they're going to be a little bit off on the pit sequence of everybody else. Green flag goes back in the air. Dale Jarrett leads as he heads off to turn number one. Jeff Gordon had thoughts of maybe taking a look around the outside in turn one, but only for a second. Took a look high, Barney, but this side is better of it. Tucked it back in line. He's getting plenty of attention now from Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. looking to the inside. Here they come off turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. changes lanes, dives for the bottom of the racetrack, and he is there. He races alongside Jeff Gordon. They stay side-by-side, racing for the second spot. Racing for the second spot, allowing Dale Jarrett to drive away now by five car lengths, his lead. Still for the second spot, side-by-side, with Dale Jr. trying to get up underneath Jeff Gordon. Now Jerry Nadeau gets into the mix in turn one. Nadeau is right there in the fray, riding in fourth. Jeff Gordon has held off Dale Jr. for the moment. Jr. rides in third. He'll dive again to the bottom of the track. It's the exit turn two. All race leader Dale Jarrett begins to tiptoe away. Challenges for the second spot behind him. Dale Earnhardt Jr. squeezes a fender out in front of Jeff Gordon. He goes to second. Here goes Jerry Nadeau trying to take third away. Jerry Nadeau will get underneath Jeff Gordon also and move up into the number three position as they cross the line. It will be Dale Jarrett in the lead, riding second right now. Is Earnhardt Jr., Jerry Nadeau, Jeff Gordon, and Jimmy Spencer make up your top five as we go down into the garage. And Jack Sprague has climbed from the net zero Pontiac. Jack, what happened? I'm not really sure. I've seen Sterling pound the fence, I think. Silver car going into turn one and you know, we all slowed down pretty decent, and uh, then I seen Bobby spinning, and then I saw nothing but smoke, and I figured, well, I'll just follow Kevin through it. Maybe he'll pinball him off, and he got he got hit by somebody, and I don't know who it was, and uh, thought I had it cleared, and smoke cleared, and Bobby slid back up in front of me, and I got him. But, uh, you know, they started the race, and that zero Pontiac was real loose, spun out, unfortunately didn't hit nothing, got a caution, which was cool. And uh, right then, I, did, I told Dennis, I said, all right, we're, we're good now. I mean, that thing, I couldn't spin a tire, and it was it was running pretty good. So, uh, I don't know. I just can't catch a break, man. It's just, uh, you know, it, it, we had a decent car yesterday. We had a decent car right then and thought we were through the wreck and got in the wreck, and now we're messed up pretty good. Somebody else is messed up on the track as well over in turn three. It's Jeff Burton. Joey came off turn two, and something has happened to Jeff Burton. Sitco Ford, a lot of smoke out of the back, and he almost collected about ten cars as everyone was trying to take evasive maneuvers to get around him. But Jeff Burton has laid down quite a smoke screen over here off the end of the back straightaway. And the yellow flag comes out for yet the fourth time this afternoon with only 32 laps complete here at Darlington this afternoon. Smoke continues to pour from his car. Now, whether it's an engine or something else, we'll wait and see until he brings it onto pit road. They, this has been a season for losing motors. 
Daytona and Rockingham, we didn't lose a single engine. But at Las Vegas and at Atlanta, I think we've lost, uh, between those two races, 11 different teams have lost engines. Yeah, Roush had a very serious problem at uh, Las Vegas. At Atlanta, it occurred again and here again today. With uh, matter of fact, yesterday they had a blown engine for Kurt Busch's car. Uh, they thought Matt Kenseth had a blown engine. They said instead it was an oil line that came off on his DeWalt Power Tools Ford. And now Jeff Burton, who had a tough go of it because he qualified so poorly on Friday afternoon, has uh, apparently has some sort of an engine problem. We'll follow up on the story there, but it has brought out the caution flag for the fourth time here this afternoon. Jeff Gordon had a close call a few moments ago. Dave Moody in front of you there in turn two. Yeah, he did, Joe. They've been racing very, very close indeed. And Gordon, if you recall, is racing on a little bit older tires than some. He and Jimmy Spencer racing very tight in a group. Got a little bit together. Gordon got very close to the outside retaining wall, but made a save, and he keeps the DuPont Chevrolet in line, running right now in the fifth position. Dale Hart Jr. is the race leader. Jerry Nadeau is in the second spot. He's made an amazing recovery this afternoon. Remember, the first caution came out when Nadeau spun by himself up in turn number two. He's battled back and now rides in the second spot. Third in line is Dale Jarrett. Uh, uh, then you got Jimmy Spencer in fourth and Jeff Gordon fifth. Rest of the top ten now are John Andretti, Jeff Green, Mark Martin, Kurt Busch, and Tony Stewart. Here's a couple of cars coming down the pit lane to make stops at lap number 34. First of those is Jeff Gordon we just talked about. Also, Mike Skinner is in. Several other cars coming out to make stops. Let's go to Adam Alexander. Mike Skinner, as you said, Joe, brings his Pontiac down the pit lane. Right side tires. We'll get left sides as well. It'll be a four-tire stop. Ken Schrader is in. Greg Biffle is in. They go to work on the left side of Biffle's machine. Kyle Petty making a stop, as is Matt Kenseth. And Johnny Benson, these guys getting four tires and fuel at lap 34. Winston Kelly? Jeff Gordon's crew completing the work on the left side of his machine. They made a track bar adjustment, and he pulls away. A good, solid pit stop for them. He pulls out 13.7 seconds just in front of Dale Jarrett. His teammate, Jimmy Johnson, they're still doing some work on the right side of his car. Now he pulls away. The majority of his damage is on the tail of the car as he's got part of the bumper section underneath where the Lowe's panel is going to be on the back of the car. A lot of the uh, sheet metal pulled away, about half of it there. They're still working on Ward Burton's Dodge. He's got some damage to the right side of his cars. Uh, they're making an adjustment there. Danielle Fry? It was pretty quiet down on this end, Winston Kelly. Just Dale Jarrett came in. He took on four tires on his UPS Ford. Also in was Brett Bodine. He took on four. Work continues on Kevin Harvick's Chevrolet. They put a wall of tape on the left side of that car. He's got some damage to the right, uh, bump, right rear bumper. And he's also told uh, crew chief Gil Martin that his window net is bent in just a bit on his head. They're trying to make that car somewhat drivable for Kevin Harvick. So uh, many of the teams coming in to make stops here at lap number 34 as we work caution for the fourth time here this afternoon. Just 34 laps into today's Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Well, if you think it's exciting here at Darlington, wait till we get to Talladega Super Speedway, and that's not long off. Just a few weeks away, we'll be there for the Aaron's 499 and the Aaron's 312 NASCAR Bush Series race, weekend of April the 4th through the 6th. And Grant Lynch is here to talk about that. I'm sure you guys have got some big plans in store for us for a great weekend in Talladega. Well, we do, Joe. We're looking forward to get the whole MRN crew, you, Barney, and everybody else down for our weekend. Uh, it's exciting racing at Talladega, as you know, when you come down there. I think we ought to quit selling seats. Everybody stands up the whole race anyway. But we've got a great offer out there with the Allison Grandstand. It's a $60 ticket that gets you your IROC race, your Bush race, and your Winston Cup race. And there's just a few of those left, so fans ought to call. What's the number? How you contact uh, you folks uh, on the Internet? A lot of folks are doing that these days. That's right. The Internet is talladegasuperspeedway.com, and the phone number is 256-362-RACE. And they need to call us and come on down. We have good seats left on the front stretch also. 
And if you drive a camper or a motorhome, you guys have more room out there to put those in any racetrack we go to. That's right, Barney. We have over 50,000 people that come and camp with us at Talladega. And if you've never been there for the weekend, the whole weekend is quite an experience. And then you get probably the most competitive racing on the circuit. Well, I've said it for a lot of years, and I guess I'll say it as long as I stay in this business. You see them run every track in the country, but they don't race anywhere in the world like they do at Talladega. That's right. It's uh, three wide and 12, 14 deep, and, and you just hold your breath, and you watch these great athletes drive these cars, and, and, and they have nerves of steel, and, and the race fans love Talladega. Great race weekend coming up the weekend of April 4th through the 5th. And, again, that's at Talladega Super Speedway. It is the Aaron's 312 NASCAR Bush Series race and the Aaron's 499 Winston Cup race. The number to call once again? That's a 256-362 race. Thank you, guys. We're under caution here at the Darlington Raceway with Dale Earnhardt Jr. as the leader after 36 laps are complete. Today's broadcast of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Budweiser. The best things in life are the things that are true. Budweiser by the Home Depot, NASCAR's home improvement warehouse. By AutoZone, get in the zone. AutoZone and by Ford, the official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. The field is just now getting the one-to-go signal. We had the one-to-go signal a lap ago, but then they spotted some oil at the entrance of Pitt Road, so they called that off, sent out a cleanup truck, took care of the problem, and now we're a lap from going back under the green flag. It's been a wild race already here today with six lead changes among five drivers and four caution flags that have waved so far. First one, Jerry Nadeau spun on lap five, back up in turn two, then on lap 12 with Jack Sprague spun here on the front straightaway. Lap 23, there was a multi-car crash in turn one involving Jack Sprague, Bobby Labonte, Tony Raines, Sterling Marlin, and Kevin Harvick that sent the cars of Sprague, Labonte, Raines, and Marlin to the garage where they still are. And now Jeff Burton is out of the event because an apparent engine failure on his car. That happened on lap 32. And the field will be getting the green flag when they get ready to come off turn number four and back down the line, set the top 20 real quick. Earnhardt Jr. is the leader. Jerry Nadeau is second. He's had quite a day already. Jimmy Spencer's third. John Andretti's fourth. Jeff Green is fifth. And Mark Martin is sixth. Kurt Busch rides seventh. Tony Stewart's eighth. Ricky Craven ninth. And Casey Mears is tenth. Restarting 11th is going to be Bill Elliott. 12th, Ricky Rudd. 13th, Michael Waltrip. 14th is Ryan Newman. And Elliott Sadler make up the top 15. Pace car goes behind the pit wall. Single file restart. Nobody a lap down here at Darlington at this stage of the race. They go back to green at lap 39. Earnhardt Jr. gets a good restart. He'll pull away a couple of car lengths on Jerry Nadeau. Don't believe they'll stay that way. Single file very long over in turn two. Not for long, Marty. Chevrolet, Pontiac, and Dodge run one, two, three. Then the Dodge of Giant John Andretti. Jeff Green. He stays nose to tail onto the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Two car lengths over Jerry Nadeau. Nadeau has one over Spencer. Spencer has one, maybe two over John Andretti as they race back to the corner. Jeff Green taking a little lower line coming back off turn four. Along with him, Mark Martin also taking the lower line. Neither one jumps out to make a move. Matter of fact, they start getting defensive. Here comes Tony Stewart and Kurt Busch pouring on the steam in turn one. Tony Stewart dives to the bottom. He drives underneath Kurt Busch at the entrance to turn one. Mark Martin to the bottom. He'll go after the fifth spot and take it away from Jeff Green. Mark Martin will get the position. Jeff Green falls back to sixth. Tony Stewart advances to seventh. Four cars, including Kurt Busch in that battle, lined up nose to tail. Here goes Stewart going to work on Jeff Green, trying to mow. Most makes contact with Green, trying to take the spot away in four. Jeff Green put a block on him, almost took him into the wall, coming through turns three and four, holds him off for, for the moment at least as they work their way back into turn one. Tony Stewart 
Stewart had to check up momentarily. That's going to cost him a position as Kurt Busch dives to the inside. Right behind them, a side-by-side battle. Oh, Stewart very high, nearly got the wall, had to back out of the throttle. And he loses a lot of ground. He has been left by Kurt Busch. Now Casey Mears is on the attack. Mears tries to look down to the inside, and Tony Stewart has picked up a Darlington stripe now as he races back off turn four. Stewart now riding in the eighth position. Casey Mears just behind thought he would have an opportunity to make a pass, but instead he'll fall in line and stay there for the time being. A little further back, here's Elliott Sandler on the move. He pulls up alongside Dave Blaney as they race off into the corner. The Buckhole winner trying to fight his way back to the front of the field. He won't get that spot. Slides up in line, nearly makes contact with Rusty Wallace. Elliott Sadler now has the 16th position. Rusty Wallace lined up behind him in 17th. And then behind Rusty, you've got the car of Joe Nemechek, all riding single file in fairly tight formation. At the front of the field, there's a little bit of a breakaway right now as they work back into one. Earnhardt Jr. has an advantage of a little, well, actually about a second and a half over Jerry Nadeau and Jimmy Spencer. They Nadeau work back the, over to two. Nadeau with a similar advantage over Spencer Barney. Then a couple of car lengths back to Jan- Johnny Andretti. He begins to close in on the Jimmy Spencer machine. Here's Andretti racing for the third position now. He's trying to take the third spot away from Spencer. And Spencer's Dodge now working the inside of the racetrack. Slides up the racetrack. Andretti will fall back behind him by about a car length. They both are probably looking back at what Mark Martin is doing. And what he's doing is starting to close in. He's going to be challenging these two in just a few moments. Spencer leads that parade. Andretti is in the middle. And here comes Mark Martin. Martin now breathing down their tailpipes into turn number one. The car length separates him from the back of John Andretti's Cheerios Dodge. So now that's a three-man fight for third. It was two between Spencer and Andretti. But Mark Martin now enters that battle, and he's caught John Andretti. In turn three, Andretti slides up the racetrack. Martin angles his Ford down to the bottom. Mark Martin has had some good success here at this racetrack. He's one of those drivers that has a lot of patience, kind of lets the track come to him and just kind of knocks him off one at a time all day long and keep himself in contention up in the top ten. Let's pick him up over in turn two. Mark Martin knocks another one off, Barney. He goes to the inside of John Andretti, takes over fourth, pulls away from him, now sets the crosshairs on Jimmy Spencer. John Andretti beginning to lose a lot of ground to Mark Martin. He has fallen into the clutches of Kurt Busch off the end of the backstretch. Busch has a decision to make. Do I go high? Do I go low? Here's Kurt diving for the bottom in turn four. Kurt sees that inside lane wide open, pulls up alongside John Andretti. The challenge is on as they come down to the start-finish line. Andretti just a little bit stronger. Let's see what happens as they reach turn one. Inside line gets the advantage as Kurt Busch drives it deep into turn one. He'll take the number five spot away from John Andretti. Six now belongs to Jeff Green, then Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart rides in seventh, Casey Mears in eighth, and Ricky Craven in ninth, and Michael Waltrip in tenth. All those cars fairly spread out. First side-by-side battles further back. Elliott Sadler flared wide to the inside of Ryan Newman, trying to pick off a spot. He tries it again in turn three. Not going to be able to do anything this time as they work off turn number four and back into the straightaway. Let's give you through the top 20 real quick. Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads, Jerry Nadeau second, Jimmy Spencer third, Mark Martin fourth, and Kurt Busch fifth. John Andretti is sixth, seventh is Jeff Green, eighth is Tony Stewart, Casey Mears is ninth, and Ricky Craven is tenth. Michael Waltrip shows eleventh, Bill Elliott's twelfth, Ricky Rudd's thirteenth, Dave Blaney fourteenth, Elliott Sadler fifteenth, Ryan Newman sixteenth, Rusty Wallace is seventeenth, Jeff Gordon's eighteenth, Joe Nemechek is nineteenth, Mike Skinner is twentieth. Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will select the winner of the Ray Bestus Break of the Race Award. The driver who experiences the best break during today's race will see a $500 donation awarded to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries on his behalf. Ray Bestus Breaks. 
the official brakes of NASCAR. Mark Martin's got a very fast race car. He just moved around Jimmy Spencer to take over the number three position as he heads over to turn three. And he's gone already, Barney. He completed the pass of Spencer off turn two. Now he's pulled away by four, maybe five car lengths, and is in hot pursuit of Jerry Nadeau for second. Back at about the 16th position. Great racing going on there. That pack is led by Ryan Newman. He's got Jeff Gordon just behind him. Rusty Wallace is there. Here's Mike Skinner now getting into that mix. He pulls to the inside of Rusty Wallace. At the start-finish line, Jeff Gordon's on the move. He goes to work on Newman. Guy blow on Ryan Newman at the entrance of turn number one. He'll take that spot away. Newman trying to return the favor. Cranks it hard to the left. Takes a peek to the low line on Gordon off two. Jeff Gordon goes to the 16th position. Ryan Newman in 17th. They are side-by-side for 18th. Rusty Wallace slid wide off turn two. The inside lane was left open. Mike Skinner goes by. Now Joe Nemechek tries to do the same. Now Rusty Wallace got a car that just will not hold the line that he wants to through both ends of the speed way at one and two and three and four. It's cost him a couple of spots, about to cost him another one right now as Joe Nemechek works on him, heading for turn one. Nemechek down on the bottom will take that spot away. Rusty Wallace's car looks a little bit tight. He can't get back in the throttle as quickly as he'd like coming off the corner. It'll cost him another spot. Matt Kenseth underneath him. Rusty Wallace falling back to the 20th position after Matt Kenseth completes the pass. Wallace looks back, got Steve Park. Also, Kenny Wallace and Dale Jarrett lined up behind him. This is back around 18th, 19th, and 20th positions. Meanwhile, up front, Dale Hart Jr. is in another state. He has nearly a five-second lead over Jerry Nadeau. Nadeau with about a four-and-a-half-second lead over the next car in line, which is Mark Martin. Then comes Kurt Busch. Jimmy Spencer leads the pack of cars that are close together, I guess you'd say. They had to turn three. Yeah, that's John Andretti. He is lined up behind Spencer. Also, Jeff Green is close enough to make a move in that maneuver as well. And then you've got a good battle going on between Tony Stewart and Casey Mears. Tony Stewart's still got a good race car. Tony's been uh, picking his way up through the field since they put him under green early this afternoon. He's had a couple of setbacks. He got caught up and had to lose a lot of ground in some of those caution flags that came out a little bit earlier. But he's still got a very solid race car. For Dale Earnhardt Jr., every now and then when you come to this place, very seldom, though, do you see somebody get it hooked up like he has this afternoon. Now, whether it'll stay that way all day long or not remains to be seen. But for the moment, he has almost a full straightaway on Jerry Nadeau and everyone else. Good battle further back. Once again, Jimmy Spencer. This time it's John Andretti fighting with him. That battle going on for the fifth position. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. The Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 underway here at the Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. Motor Racing Network here to bring it to you live. Dave Moody and Mike Bagley covering the action of the turns for us here today. Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Daniel Fry patrolling the pit lane. And here at the tower in the, the eye in the sky, as they used to say, Barney Hall, and I'm Joe Moore. It's been a very exciting race so far. Six lead changes among five drivers. Four caution flags have waved so far. The man in charge now is Dale Earnhardt Jr., who has uh, extended that lead to over six seconds over Jerry Nadeau. Yeah, as, as I said, he's got it hooked up right now. Whether it'll stay that way all day or not remains to be seen. I can guarantee you there's 42 other drivers that hope he doesn't keep it dialed in that way. Earnhardt Jr. leads Jerry Nadeau, Mark Martin, Kurt Busch, and John Andretti as the top five. We're back at the Darlington Raceway watching Dale Earnhardt Jr. just try to demolish this field at the way he's going around this racetrack. Now, it's a good thing the field is pretty well strung out like it is because otherwise he'd start lapping about five or six cars every circuit around this racetrack. He has caught the tail end of the field right now, goes around Brett Bodine, 
And at the pace he is setting, Dave Moody, very shortly, within five laps, he's going to catch a big pack of traffic. Another two or three laps, Barney Larry Foyt will be in danger of going a lap down. And then the damage machine of Kevin Harvick. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. and then everybody else at arm's length right now. Jr. comes off the end of the backstretch, running a flawless line, not diving to the bottom of the racetrack, kind of splitting the difference, but drifting it up against the concrete. And as we speak, closing in on the Larry Foyt car. First 35 laps of this race are pretty wild with cautions, blown engines, all kinds of action going on. But it's settled down now. So let's take a sweep through the pits. Brought to you by Mechanics Wear, the official glove of NASCAR. Winston Kelly. Well, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. called in talking to his crew just a few laps ago when Tony Urey Sr. and Tony Urey Jr. said, man, you're flying. He said, yeah, I know it. I probably need to slow down just a little bit, but the car is just so comfortable. Just talked to the coach from Ryan Newman's pit who started on the outside of row number one. He's a little bit tight, getting kind of frustrated in the car. Mark Martin, as good as he's running, a little bit loose going back to Dale Earnhardt Jr., good as he's running. He said it's just a touch free, so he might try to tighten it up a little bit when they come down pit road in the Budweiser Chevrolet. Out of the midsection of pit road and Adam Alexander. Several pretty solid drivers in the midsection of the pit lane, Winston. We talked in the pre-race show about Kurt Busch. Lost an engine yesterday during happy hour. He had to start at the tail end of the field. He's been able to work his way into the top five. He said the Rubbermaid Ford handling awfully good at this point. John Andretti having a pretty good day for Petty Enterprises starting 26. He also has made his way into the top five. And what about Casey Mears making his first ever Winston Cup start here at Darlington? Started back in the 24th position. He's up to sixth. He tested here two weeks ago, and I think that's really been the difference for him. And Matt Kenseth, who was involved in that spin early in the race, has been able to make his way back up to 20th. Now to the turn four into pit road and Danielle Fry. Well, Adam down here, Jeff Green is uh, calling into his uh, Mike Bean's famous car. really loose. He cannot get any grip on the front end of the car, so look for an adjustment when they come in the pit. Also, Tony Stewart, we noticed that he didn't get that real good of a restart. That was because he got up in the uh, speedy drive, so he's just a little bit tight, but he said that it's something that he can race with. The 88 of Dale Jarrett, he's just a little bit loose. Ricky Craven's having a really solid run. He's pretty quiet on the radio. Says he's real good. It's not too tight and not too loose. Dave Blaney, he started 18. He's now up to uh, 9th, and he has passed 22 cars, so he too has a pretty strong car. Jimmy Spencer has just lost seventh position. In fact, he's going to lose a bunch more over in turn two. Elliot Sadler moves underneath him. Dave Blaney just did a moment ago. Now it's Jeff Green to the bottom along with Ricky Craven. This is a pack of snarling race cars that comes onto the back stretch. Jimmy Spencer has lost three spots. He's got about ten cars stacked up behind him. Jeff Green, Ricky Craven, Jeff Gordon, Mike Skinner, and others. And right now, Spencer is under fire in turn four. Yeah, they're looking at both sides to get by Spencer. He's fallen back to the tenth position. Jeff Green's knocking on the door. Ricky Craven wants to get by his well, there's another half dozen lined up behind him trying to get by. Mr. Excitement at the mercy of the pack right now. Ricky Craven takes a peek to the inside as once again Spencer's Dodge gets a little bit tail happy, but he holds him off to two. Behind Craven, Jeff Gordon worked the inside lane around Jeff Green. Now Green is under fire. Mike Skinner lined up there. Jimmy Spencer continues to hold off this pack of race cars. Ricky Craven, one car length behind him in turn four. One reason that this pack of traffic and everybody else on the speedway has turned up the wick a little bit and running as hard as they can is the fact that Dale Earnhardt Jr. is closing in on the tail end of the field now. As good as he is getting around this racetrack, if he can get through traffic the way he has shown in the early part of this race, he's going to put a lot of people a lap down. Let's pick him up as he goes off to turn one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. next in line. Whoa. Trouble in turn number two. Ward Burton is around. Ryan Newman goes around for a long, smoky slide. A couple of cars take evasive action. No contact made. Both cars, Ward Burton and Ryan 
Newman are back underway. Yellow flag. It's waving for the fifth time this afternoon. That happened right down in the middle of turns one and two. Let's go back over there. Ward Burton got turned around sideways. Barney Ryan Newman checked up to try and avoid him, and it looked like the tail end on his all-tail dodge came around as well. Both Newman and Burton fortunate made contact with nothing and nobody. They've got them fired up, and they're back underway. Although we've had five caution flags this afternoon, Barney, one thing I'm noticing is uh, other than the one that occurred uh, involving four cars back on lap 23, most have been one or two car incidents, and it didn't cause a big pileup. And traditionally in the past, it seems like at Darlington, if one car got sideways, you had a five-car pileup. Yeah, I think one thing is, that's made a big difference in the recent years is the quality of drivers are out there. Used to guys would lock it down and just spin right up in the middle of the field and take out six, seven, and eight cars. They're not doing that anymore. They're trying to drive their way through the accident because if you have to get on the binders nine times out of ten, somebody's going to hit you from behind. These two guys very lucky, as were some of the other drivers earlier this afternoon, like Jerry Nadeau and Jack Sprague in his earlier incident. This particular incident, again, with uh, Ward Burton and Ryan Newman spinning back near the rear of the field, and again, both able to continue. So the caution flag out for the fifth time here this afternoon. Field works behind the safety car down the back straightaway, and suddenly that nearly seven-second lead that Dale Earnhardt Jr. had built up is all gone. And Mark Martin now falls in line behind him in the second spot. Nadeau is third, Kurt Busch is fourth, and John Andretti is fifth. The field now follows the pace car, and matter of fact, drops down on the apron of the track as expected up in turn number four. They'll come down and make another round of pit stops here on lap number 69. Earnhardt Jr. brings him down the line. Mark Martin, Nadeau, Kurt Busch, and John Andretti just behind. Let's go to Danielle Fry. Tony Stewart pulls his Home Depot Chevrolet in. They go to work on the right side. There's a bit of an incident with Rusty Wallace and Joe Nemechek as they go up to their respective pits. They go to work on the left side of uh, Tony Stewart. Four tires for Dave Blaney. Brett Bodine is in along with Jeff Green. Dale Jarrett, they're putting a round of bite in the right and rear. They're going to take on four tires. Also, Bill Elliott's in. Let's go down to the front end of Pit Road in Winston Kelly. Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Mark Martin pitting nose to tail just in front of them. They're going to make an air pressure adjustment on the Michael Waltrip machine. Here comes Jeremy Mayfield. Also, the machine of, of Brian Newman. Jerry Nadeau on pit road. Some damage to the left front of the Rusty Wallace machine as Nadeau pulls out just behind the Earnhardt Jr. and Mark machine. There's a lot of damage to the right side of Warren Burton. There goes Elliot Sadler, Jimmy Spencer, and Jeff Gordon in that order. Four tires and 76 racing fuel. Adam Alexander. Kurt Busch, Kurt Busch the first in and off the midsection of the pit lane. Four tires and fuel for him. They also made an a chassis adjustment trying to loosen up his Rubbermaid Ford. Also in on the midsection of pit lane. Running good. John Andrew Reddy was in. Ricky Rudd made a pit stop. Matt Kenseth was in along with Kyle Petty and Johnny Benson. Greg Biffle also came to the pit lane. Casey Mears was in. Joe Nemechek also made a pit stop. These pit stops happening at lap 69. Might have been a little contact between Ward Burton and Ryan Newman what started that problem down in turn one that has put us under the yellow flag for the fifth time this afternoon. Now everybody has been on to pit road and gone back onto the racetrack. I believe the only car that might have stayed out there would have been Robbie Gordon. Let's go back downstairs. Uh, they're working on the right front of the Dodge of Rusty Wallace. He has a gaping hole where the right front headlight would be if you're looking at your passenger car. So they're putting some tape on it to try to keep as much downforce as they can. So Rusty Wallace plowed into somebody and peeled a lot of sheet metal out of the right front of the machine. Ward Burton's machine has pulled away, but he had heavy damage all the way down the right side of the machine and especially in the right front corner of his Dodge. Let's remind you, tomorrow morning, the NASCAR Bush Series is in action here at the Darlington Raceway. The uh, DarlingtonRaceway.com 200, originally scheduled for Saturday, was rained out. It'll start tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, MRN Radio Airtime, 1045 
Eastern. Hope you will join us then. The Winston Cup Series and the Bush Series cars move on to the Bristol Motor Speedway next weekend. MRN Radio will be with the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series out in Bakersfield, California at Mesa Marin Raceway for the Lucas Oil 250. Our coverage a week from today at 4.45 Eastern Time. From there, the Winston Cup cars and the Bush Series machines go to the Texas Motor Speedway. MRN Radio picks up the schedule at Talladega, Alabama for the Aaron's 499 weekend. That is the weekend of April the 4th through the 6th. We'll bring you Bud Pole updates, the Aaron's 312 at Talladega Bush Series race, and the Aaron's 499 Winston Cup Series event. Ticket offices are open at all these racetracks. Make your plans now to join us if you can. If not, you can join us right here on the Motor Racing Network. Field is now working down the back straightaway. They will get the one-to-go signal when they come back to the start-finish line. We're talking about some upcoming races, and one of the ones we're really looking forward to is Martinsville Speedway in Virginia coming up the weekend of April the 11th through the 13th, the Virginia 500, and also the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series running there, the Advanced Auto Parts 250. Clay Campbell stepped into the booth here. Always a thrill going up there. I understand you guys have made some more improvements, added some more seats. Well, actually, Joe, we're working on some seats now. They won't be ready for the first race, but they will be ready for October, uh, the Old Dominion 500 in October. So we're excited about it. Uh, ticket sales have been pretty brisk, so we still have some tickets available. So if anybody wants to come up for the Virginia 500, uh, you can call the Speedway at 877-RACE-TIX or on our internet at martinsspeedway.com. Uh, love to have you. I know uh, you can make some improvements up there, too, about a new entrance to the Speedway. It won't be ready, I understand, for the April race, but it will be shortly, for, uh, at least by the September that's right, Barney. We're starting on it probably the day after after the race, and we'll have it done before October. But it's going to be a five, six-lane entrance coming in, so it's going to really pick up the pace a little bit coming in and leaving the speedway after the race is over. So we're really thrilled to, to get that done. You have probably enough parking up there to take care of the majority of the people that come to your race, don't you? Speedway parking, no charge. Right, and, and you remember the last race we had, which was a packed house, and we still had some parking available, so we're really excited about it. And one thing that uh, you guys may not have known, this is 11 races without a repeat winner that we're coming into now. So that's, I didn't realize that. That speaks for itself, five and a half years without a repeat winner. Competitive little racetrack. Very exciting racing for the Winston Cup Series, and the trucks have been running there the last several years. They've been on a great show at Martinsville, too. Yeah, they always have, and, and we really get pumped up about that, and, and those guys qualify on Friday with the MW Windows Pole Day for both Winston Cup and the Advanced Auto Parts 250 for Saturday. So it's a great weekend of racing in Virginia. Qualifying is on April the 11th, that Friday afternoon, along the Truck Series race on Saturday, and then the uh, NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the Virginia 500, Sunday, April 13th. Number to call once again? 877-RACE-TICKS. All right, Clay Campbell from Martinsville Speedway. Thanks for dropping by. We'll look forward to going to Martinsville. Thanks, guys. Field getting ready to go back to green here at Darlington, and Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin, Jerry Nadeau. Kurt Busch and Elliott Sadler will be the top five. Be a single-file restart. No cars still a lap down as they come down to the line. Green flag goes back out. Let's we'll see if they can stay with Earnhardt Jr. this time as they go to turn one. Got a feeling, Barney, that Mark Martin may be uh, better to stay with Earnhardt Jr. at least for a while. They're all single-file at the front of the pack, side-by-side side for eight. Jeff Gordon dives to the inside, takes John Andretti with him. Casey Mears kicked up to the top side of the racetrack that left that lane open for Gordon and Andretti. Meanwhile, up front... Earnhardt Jr., two car lengths, the advantage over Mark Martin. Jerry Nadeau bobbles his car, but hangs on to it for now. Yeah, Nadeau takes a way higher line coming off turn number four. I don't know if that was by design or not, but it did allow Kurt Busch to close in on him. And just behind Kurt Busch, the pole center for today's race, Elliott Sadler. Sadler's been picking his way back there from the middle section of the field. He's back into the top five, running in fifth. Right behind him, Dave Blaney and Jimmy Spencer.
Spencer. All those cars stay single file onto the back straightaway, watching Kurt Busch running in fourth, closing in on Jerry Nadeau. He slides wide in the corner. That's Busch. Nadeau does as well as they continue to race single file. Jerry Nadeau's done a heck of a job considering everything he's been through in the early going here this afternoon, spinning the car out down in one and two a little bit earlier, and is still able to hang in there in third place. Quick reminder that Sterling Marlin has come back into the race. He's out there getting all the points he can. He's some 45 laps behind everybody else being caught up in an accident a little bit earlier today. Good scramble going on for third place over in turn three. It is no Soteo for now, but it is getting hotter, and the battle's now joined. Jerry Nadeau, Kurt Busch, Elliott Sattler, no Soteo, racing for third, fourth, and fifth. Pouring off turn four, coming back down this home stretch. Here's Kurt Busch peeking to the inside for a shot at getting by Jerry Nadeau. Sees he'd better stay in line because, again, he's got plenty of company just behind him. Right in the rear view mirror, Elliott Sattler, and Sattler's got a push from behind as well from Dave Blaney. Right behind them, Jimmy Spencer feeling the heat from Jeff Gordon. He is getting a mirror full of the DuPont Chevrolet. Gordon took a look down to the inside of the racetrack, started a run down low, ran out of racetrack, is back in behind Spencer in turn three, but again continues to apply pressure all four. Let's jump back in the field a little bit where some real scrambling is going on back there at 13th place. That's Mike Skinner, Matt Kenseth, Ricky Craven, Greg Biffle, Dale Jarrett, and about 10 or 12 other cars locked up in that good battle also as they go back over to turn two. Somebody going by everybody. Yeah, somebody every lap here. Matt Kenseth will do it this time. He dives to the inside on Jeff Green. Further to the front, Jimmy Spencer, John Andretti going at it. Jeff Gordon has just grabbed the seventh position from Spencer. Spencer falling in line in eighth. John Andretti and Joe Nemechek, the cars running in ninth and 10th. Even further back, around the 28th and 29th position, Jeremy Mayfield is there. Ken Schrader in that mix. You've got the guys you wouldn't expect to be at the back of the pack, like Tony Stewart and Ryan Newman. They're in that mix as well at the tail end of the field. But race leader Dale Earnhardt Jr. again is doing Mike Bagley what he did early on. He's starting to check out. Yeah, he has engaged the cruise control mechanism on the Budweiser Chevrolet. He has pulled away from Mark Martin. Martin's been able to put some distance on Jerry Nadeau about five or six car, car lengths worth. Nadeau's starting to get a rear-view mirror full of Kurt Busch. Well, this race is kind of getting stabilized just a little bit at this juncture right now. We've completed 80 laps. Why don't we give you a full field rundown? I don't believe we've done that all afternoon. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the leader. Mark Martin second. Jerry Nadeau's third. And Kurt Busch is fourth. And Elliott Sadler is fifth. Give six today, Blaney. Jeff Gordon to seventh. Jimmy Spencer eighth. John Andretti is ninth. And Joe Nemechek is tenth. Casey Mears having a good day. Casey's 11th. Mike Skinner shows 12th. Matt Kenseth is 13th. Jeff Green is 14th. And Ricky Craven is 15th. 16th will be Dale Jarrett. Greg Biffle is 17th. Johnny Benson's 18th. Michael Waltrip shows 19th. And Bill Elliott is 20th. Ricky Rudd, 21st. Jimmy Johnson shows 22nd. Terry Labonte, 23rd. Steve Park is 24th. And 25th is Kyle Petty. Running in 26th now is Ken Schrader. Jeremy Mayfield is 27th. Tony Stewart's 28th. Kenny Wallace is 29th, and Rusty Wallace is 30th. 31st is Ryan Newman, 32nd, Jamie McMurray. Brett Bodine is 33rd. 34th is Larry Foyt, and 35th is Robbie Gordon, and 36th, Kevin Harvick. Those are the cars now on the lead lap. One lap down in 37th is Ward Burton. 38th is Bobby Labonte. 39th is Sterling Marlin. Jeff Burton is uh, shown back in the race. He's in 40th. 41st is Tony Raines. He's back in after that crash early on this afternoon. Car still in the garage, Jack Sprague and Todd Bodine. At lap number 82, that's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
Again, Dale Earnhardt Jr. after that pit stop uh, had that caution not come out a little bit earlier here this afternoon. I got a feeling we'd have at least 15 to 20 cars that would have been a lap down within about 10 or 15 laps. But for the moment, he has about a half a straightaway on the second-place car of Mark Martin. Can't really tell at this juncture if Mark's gaining any ground on him or not. Is he as he goes over to turn two? I don't think so, Marty. I think he's doing all he can just to hang on as close as he is. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has got the Budweiser Chevrolet in the wind. A little bit of smoke this time. Off the back bumper of the third place car, Jerry Nadeau. Everyone is stable in the run of the front five, front six cars. One car on the move, Joe Nemechek. He's been able to find his way around the car of John Andretti. Andretti, though, feels some pressure from three more cars behind him. Casey Mears, Mike Skinner, and Matt Pinson. That is a battle for the 10th position led by Joe Nemechek. Once he got around that car, he starts to pull away a little bit, and they battle behind him. That is Casey Mears, Mike Skinner, Matt Kenseth, and Jeff Green going at it in turn one. Mears, the rookie, trying to hold off a couple of veterans. Mike Skinner working on him. Can't find anything. Matt Kenseth says, I'll try it. He goes to the left of the Kodak machine, and he drives underneath him. Opens the inside lane off turn two completes the pass by they come on by the time they come onto the back straightaway now Kenteth will set sail for Casey Mears as Mears follows the tire tracks of John Andretti. Elliot Sadler is beginning to scramble pretty good again as he is moving up through the field he just got around Kurt Busch a moment ago as he sweeps over to turn two. Barney there's a problem on the third place machine right front tire beginning to smoke badly on the Jerry Nadeau U.S. Army Pontiac he is coming off the pace as they come off turn number two. Here's the smoke it continues to billow he pulls down to the inside Elliot Sadler now will make the move by Jerry Nadeau, also Kurt Busch and Dave Laney going by. A whole lot of smoke now for the right side of the U.S. Army car, but he stays on the racetrack but down to the inside. And Nadeau, we thought, would uh, come down the pit lane this time, but instead he stays on the racetrack, dropping down to the lower groove, and everyone else zooming by. It's been a tough day for Jerry Nadeau, although he's had a very strong car. We gave you a look at the full field rundown. Let's now update where the Coca-Cola racing family is currently running. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. Kurt Busch is running in the fourth position. John Andretti is 10th. Dale Jarrett is 16th. Michael Waltrip, 18th. In 20th is Bill Elliott. Ricky Rudd is 21st. Steve Park is 24th. Tony Stewart is 25th. Kyle Petty is 28th. 36th is Kevin Harvick. Bobby Labonte is 38th. And Jeff Burton is out of the race, shown in 41st. That's the Coke family of drivers. Jerry Nadeau this time will bring his car onto pit road as the smoke gets progressively worse as he works his way down to the middle of the pit here. And he will bring it in at lap number 87. Let's see if he's going to go into his pit or if he's going to take it into the garage. Can't really tell what the problem is on that machine. No, he's going to take it down to his pit, it appears, as the smoke continues to billow from Jerry Nadeau's car after a good qualifying run and a good strong run as he heads down toward Winston Kelly. Well, Barney, we talked to Pete Wright, one of the crew members. He thought it was a tire run, just like Dave Moody had said. But as he comes out pit road, looks like he's dusted for mosquitoes. There's a lot of smoke coming out underneath the hood of the U.S. Army. Pontiac exchange four tires. Then they're going to go up underneath the hood. Ryan Pemberton, looking up underneath the hood. A lot of smoke coming out from underneath Jerry Nadeau's machine. They can't tell exactly where the uh, origination point is. It looks like he's going to have to shut it down. He is going to shut it down. There is an oil leak on Jerry Nadeau's machine. That's pretty too bad, Joe, because he had a, he had overcome adversity, was running up in the top five, had a stronger car almost as anybody out there, and then to have to pull it on the pit road and find out what the problem is. Any chance he had of even a top 10 finish has gone out the window. Had a great qualifying effort in this event, the starting off with this team this year, and of course gaining the U.S. Army as sponsor. They started in the third position. He spun early on, recovered from that, and was still running up in the top two or three positions when they had this problem, and that looks like the day will end early 
for Jerry Nadeau. Just watched a pretty good battle going on for a few moments there with uh, Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch. Also further back, uh, Joe Nemechek has advanced another position. He's off to a great start this year with Hendrick Motorsports. Nemechek getting by Jimmy Spencer and Matt Kenseth a few moments ago. He's now running in the seventh position. But where's Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Building up that lead once again. He's uh, 3.6 seconds out in front of Mark Martin. Just sitting here looking at the scoreboard and looking at my sheet. The last time that they came in to make a pit stop was about lap 69. And all of a sudden, he has less than a, about a quarter of a lap. He's going to catch the tail end of the field one more time. Unless we get another caution or something happens, he's going to start putting people a lap down. I just can't believe how good that car is running in the early going here this afternoon. He's over in turn three. Yeah, Barney has been uh, running his uh, unique line. Unique, I say, because normally the line in turn three is diving for the bottom and letting the car slide up against the wall. He's taking a higher line and just keeping the car up against the concrete, and that's paying dividends for him as he continues to pull away. With Dale Earnhardt Jr. sailing away from the field, we thought we would tell you that you have an opportunity to go sailing with Dale Earnhardt Jr. on a great cruise like none other. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has taken over Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's Majesty of the Seas for four days, and you can come along. For more information on how you can go cruising with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and other NASCAR stars, log on to DaleJrCruise.com or call 1-800-391-TRIP. Junior works his way up off turn number four. We check in on pit road. Well, you guys talked about the success of Joe Nemechek. Started 38th today. He's all the way up to seventh. Peter Suspenso, the crew chief. You guys have looked awfully good today, Peter. Is the car as good as it's shown on the racetrack? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's just a little, it's a little tight right now, but not bad. So we're going to leave it alone and just see how it goes. What kind of adjustments have you made on the race car to this point? I uh, just made an air pressure adjustment in the track bar. That's it. Talk about a team that's been having some momentum. Back-to-back ninth-place finishes the last two weeks at Las Vegas and Atlanta solidly in the top ten here this afternoon. Casey Mears having some trouble in turn number two, trying to work with uh, Ricky Craven there. Craven just passed by Mears. Mears got a little loose up in the corner as Michael Waltrip closes in on him. We've completed 94 laps with Dale Earnhardt Jr., the race leader, nearly a four-second margin over Mark Martin. Elliott Sadler's third, Dave Blaney's fourth, and Jeff Gordon is fifth. Sixth is Kurt Busch. Joe Nemechek's up to seventh. Matt Kenseth is eighth. Ninth is Jimmy Spencer. And Mike Skinner is running in tenth. Back at Darlington Raceway with 99 of 293 laps complete in the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. I told you about the problems for Jerry Nader. Let's get a follow-up there and see exactly what went wrong on the U.S. Army Pontiac. Well, it was an oil line fitting that came loose on the U.S. Army Pontiac after a great run. Had to come from the back to the front with some pit strategy and also just a good, strong race car. Kept it up there, Ryan Pemberton tells us. It was an oil line fitting. He lost eight laps. He's still strong, but eight laps in arrears. Again, Dale Earnhardt Jr. continues to lead. Mark Martin is second. Elliott Sadler's third. Jeff Gordon is fourth. And Kurt Busch is in fifth place. We talked about Tony Stewart a moment ago. Tony's showing back in 20th position. Let's see if we can get an update from his pit with Danielle Fry. That's right, Barney. Tony was up in the top ten until that last round of pit stops. Earlier in the race, he got that infamous Darlington strike. It knocked the toe in out about 16th of an inch. It deba- the car developed a bad push, so the team took a round of wedge out of the left rear. Let's see if we can get a word with Greg Zipidelli, the crew chief. Greg, what is Tony saying about the car? Really ain't saying much now. We got in the wall, screwed the toe up right front fender a little bit. Uh, we took the time to adjust it there and made a bunch of chassis changes. Right now he's just trying to be nice and smooth, keep tires underneath us and try to get back to the front. Well, that's the game plan down here in the Home Depot pit. Just to try and be impatient and work his way back up through the traffic. You know, it's really strange at Darlington. A lot of times you'll get in trouble in the early going or you'll have some kind of a problem due to something that happened to somebody else, and you'll 
in the case of Tony today, now he's struggling back there. He's still on the lead lap. He's got all day long. Uh, still got, what, 191 laps left to get it done. And I'll bet you before the end of the day, he'll be up there and be in the top four or five. Yeah, how, how many times in the past? Remember when Darrell Walter was running here? And, and I always have to relate this to him because he was the master of kind of hiding back in the pack. You didn't hear about him all day long. And suddenly the last 100 laps, here he is. Where'd he come from? long as you can stay on the lead lap here at Darlington, there's usually enough cautions that's going to come out at this place that you can always get up there close to the leader. And if you get get the right adjustment on your car as the laps wind down toward the end of it, nine times out of ten, you've got a shot to win. Except maybe today if Dale Earnhardt Jr. keeps running like he is, I don't know. He looks tough at this stage of the race anyway, but a long ways to go, 190 laps remaining. And watching a very good race among a couple of guys who started back near the rear of the field. It's for the fifth position, Kurt Busch and Joe Nemechek. That battle continues, exiting turn two. Yeah, that battle's been tightening up for the last few times by Joe. You've got the cars of Kurt Busch and Joe Nemechek. Single file, but in front of them, Jeff Gordon's going to work on Elliott Sadler. Gordon now will grab the spot off turn four. Jeff Gordon, another one that's very consistent here at this racetrack. If he gets a little bit behind, a lap behind, or even a lap down on a couple of occasions at this racetrack, he always seems to manage to come back and pull out a really good finish. Again, Earnhardt Jr. continues to lead. His advantage not as big as it was earlier this afternoon. It's just a pinch over three seconds over Mark Martin. Jeff Gordon is about uh, seven seconds behind Mark Martin, trying to reel him in along with Elliott Sadler and Kurt Busch, your top five. Joe Nemechek's having a good day here. Dave Blaney's having a good day. It's good to see Dave running strong. That team has kind of turned the corner, I think. The first four races they've been in this year, they've been looking pretty well. Got their first pole a couple of weeks ago as well, Blaney did, and the Jasper Engines team. Right now they're running in the seventh position, and uh, that car is right behind that uh, battle we're telling you about for a fifth between Kurt Busch and Joe Nemechek. Trying to make that a three-man dance, Joe. It's Busch and Nemechek in about five car lengths. Back to Dave Blaney, but he's trimming the margin as they race to the backstretch. On to the backstretch. Here comes Dave Blaney looking to make that a three-man fight for that position. Kurt Busch successful in holding off Joe Nemechek. Problem is with Nemechek, he's the meat in the sandwich trying to catch Kurt Busch and hold off Dave Blaney. They spill off turn number four back into the front straightaway. About a maybe an eight or ten car separation between those three machines as they go back into turn number one. Just kind of holding what they have for the moment and go back over to turn two. Yeah, for the moment, Barney, everybody just keeping the cards close to their best. It's Kurt Busch, three car lengths back to Joe Nemechek, another four to Dave Blaney. Blaney comes off turn two and onto the back straightaway behind Blaney. About half the distance of the back stretch before you see another battle beginning to tighten up. That's where Matt Kenseth, DeWalt Ford, has Mike Skinner's Kodiak Pontiac, or actually Kodak Pontiac, closing in with Skinner taking a lower line and closing in. That is a race for the eighth position. Skinner's having a good day here this afternoon after they switched over to Pontiac going into this season. They kind of struggled first few races of the year, but uh, looking good at this stage of the race. 107 of the total distance of 293 laps are complete. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is now the man in charge. Today's broadcast of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Gatorade Thirst Quencher. When you need a little something extra, when it counts most, Gatorade. Is it in you? By Pfizer Men's Health. Tune up for life. By McDonald's. We love to see you smile. And by 76 Gasoline. Next time you're on empty, fill up with 76 with Pro Power. Get the spirit of 76. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in charge here at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. We've completed 113 of the 293 laps, making up the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. So far this year, Earnhardt Jr.'s best finish was a second at Las Vegas. Trying here today to uh, begin a tradition like his dad left here at Darlington Raceway, winning this track 
nine times in his great career. Never been really that strong of a racetrack for Dale Jr., but all of a sudden, the last couple of times he's been here, I believe he's beginning to get it figured out. And right now, he's caught the tail end of the field over in turn two. Off turn number two, he draws a, the crosshairs onto the back bumper of the Caterpillar Dodge of Ward Burton. Three lap cars directly ahead of the race leader, Ward Burton and Robbie Gordon now. Single file, they will race in front of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Once Jr. gets past those two cars, he's got about five more in front of him as well. What he's going to have to worry about really is not what's in front of him, but what's behind him. As Mark Martin is starting to close in, what was nearly a five-second lead is now less than one second. Mark Martin has chased down the race leader, and they are in traffic. And for the second time today, Mark Martin's car good on a long run. Dale Jr. still working to try and make his way past the slower car aboard Burton. He's not even been able to open the inside lane or the outside lane or any lane. He just has to follow Ward Burton. And while he's doing that, Mark Martin closes in even more. Five, four car lengths as Jr. almost gets into the back of Ward Burton. Watching Mark Martin run through both ends of this racetrack, he seems to be able to run a full lane lower than Dale Earnhardt Jr. has for the last Last few laps. He's about four car lengths behind him over in turn two. Like a shark that smells blood in the water right now, Barney. He closes into just two car lengths now, whittling away the margin. Junior still can't get under Burton. Here comes Martin looking to the bottom. Mark Martin looks down to the inside, looking for the lead at Darlington. He is there, a fender up alongside. He will blow past the Budweiser Chevrolet, and Mark Martin roars to the lead in turn three. Mark Martin drives right to the bottom of the track, going to the end of the back straightaway, completes the pass before he gets through turn number three, and he will take the top spot, becoming the sixth different driver to lead the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Now let's see how far away he can get from Earnhardt Jr. Well, the battle is going to be who gets through the lap traffic best, and there are some good cars dead ahead. Ward Burton, we mentioned, Robbie Gordon, then right in front of them, Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Newman. Mark Martin sizes up the lap traffic as Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Newman almost bounce off each other. Three cars in front of the race leader. Martin goes to work on Burton. Burton slides up the racetrack, and Martin angles his forward down to the bottom of the racetrack. Mark's got to be awful careful in that pack of traffic because quite a bit of it directly ahead of him is running too wide, so he's not going to make it three wide. For the moment, he's just content to hold what he has as Dale Earnhardt Jr. stays with him back in one. Jr. had his problems getting underneath the Ward Burton machine for the moment. Mark Martin experiencing the same difficulties. Burton holds them off right in front of him, Ryan Newman. Lap traffic becoming rather tenacious for the leaders as they come on to the back stretch. Mark Martin finding no room to race. Matter of fact, Martin's going to fall off the back bumper of Ward Burton by about two car lengths. And Dale Jr. is there working to the high side of Mark Martin, who's down low. It's been a very exciting race. Seven lead changes among six drivers. We've had five caution flags to wave so far. Right now, there are 34 cars still on the lead lap. Mark Martin leads Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jeff Gordon is third. Elliott Sadler fourth. And Joe Nemechek is fifth. Sixth is Kurt Busch. Seventh is Dave Blaney. Eighth is Matt Kenseth. Mike Skinner ninth. And Jimmy Spencer is tenth. 11th, Michael Waltrip, Dale Jarrett, 12th, 13th, Ricky Craven, Steve Park, 14th, and 15th is John Andretti, Jeff Green is 16th, Tony Stewart, 17th, Casey Mears, 18th, Bill Elliott, 19th, Rusty Wallace now runs in the 20th spot. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com or when you attend a NASCAR event, stop by one of the familiar green MBNA booths and receive a free gift just for applying. told you Ryan Newman has already made a stop. He's not had a very exciting day today, lingering back around around the uh, 30, 34th position, something like that most recently. Winston Kelly, I guess we're going to see everybody else very shortly. Yeah, should see everybody in the next 10 or 15 laps. You can sum Ryan Newman's day up in one word, tight. 
Every time we've gone out and talked to his crew members, they said he's extremely tight. They want to free it up. Last time he told them we want to free it up big time. So they did it with a wedge adjustment and air pressure. So they're trying to get Brian Newman just a little bit more free going through the corners. Being tight means the front end of the car just kind of drive up the racetrack and it doesn't want to turn as smooth going through the corners. The other guy that just recently come down to road was that of Ward Burton. He had an accident early on in the day. They replaced some of the sheet metal on the right front of his machine, pop riveted it back on. So his dodge has continued. Now the pit stops begin on the midsection of pit road in front of Adam Alexander. Johnny Benson making his way down the pit lane at lap 126. Going to be routine service. It's been 57 laps since he last came down the pit lane. They are going to make a chassis adjustment on the Valvoline Pontiac. Greg Biffle came down at lap 123. Four tires and fuel for him. They also made a chassis adjustment trying to tighten up the Granger Ford. Johnny Benson down and away. 15.7 seconds for him. Bobby Labonte's crew is on the pit wall, as is the crew of Mike Skinner. We can expect him to make pit stop shortly. And Mike Bagley, from looking at some of those cars, the way they're skating up through three and four, just about everybody should be on pit road here shortly. Yeah, Barney did. Some of these guys are in some dire straits. They come off the end of the backstretch, and they try to have the car take a set coming into turn three, and either the front end won't stick, and they begin to start to plow the wall down, or the back end wants to come around, and they loop their car around. We see a lot of drivers have a lot of hands full sawing on the steering wheel here over in turn three. Jimmy Spencer coming down the pit lane to make a stop at lap 128. He's had a pretty good day all day, staying up in the top ten. He pulls down to the far end of pit road in front of Winston Kelly. After starting up in the fourth position, the serious dodge comes to the attention of the crew. They are going to make a track bar adjustment on the machine. It's been just a little bit loose, so they're going to lower the track bar just a half around. Now they wheel around to the left side of the machine. The second can of 76 racing fuel going in. They're going to drop the jack. And he's away, 15.7 seconds. One more car in front of Adam Alexander. Ricky Rudd came down at lap 128. Winston, he got four tires and fuel on the Motocraft Ford. A slight chassis adjustment for him. Bobby Labonte, who was several laps down, made a stop. Robbie Gordon was in. And now Ken Schrader slides to a stop in the Bam Racing Dodge at lap 129. They got to work on the right side. A tire getting away. They're able to scoop it in and pull it to the pit wall. Now they come around to work on the left side. Second can of fuel is going in for Ken. Schrader, left side tires going on his Dodge. They wipe off the grill. He's down and away. Now John and Freddy going to make a stop. It will be lap 130 for the Cheerios Dodge. Pretty solid day for him, although he has started to drift back on this most recent green flag run. A slight chassis adjustment for John Andretti, a wedge adjustment on the right side. They go to put right side tires on now around to the left. Also making a pit stop here, it looks like Jamie McMurray and Jeremy Mayfield in in front of Winston Kelly. Jeremy Mayfield, one of the drivers who used to run extremely well here back when he was with the Granite-Pospensky team. He's been struggling a little bit today. The crew already ran to the left side of the Dodge. Four tires stopped. They do make a track bar adjustment. Second can of fuel going in. Jamie McMurray pulls his Dodge away. 16.8 seconds to stop. That's a host of Dodges here on the midsection of Pit Road. The damaged and battered machine of Rusty Wallace coming to the attention of Bill Weldon and the crew. They're going to go to work on the right side of that machine. Costly mistake a moment ago by Kurt Busch. He missed pit road up there, had to come all the way around, and that's so easy to do. You're going to see that a half a dozen times at Darlington every time we come here. Let's go back down and cover Matt Kenseth's stop. Matt Kenseth is in, right side tires going on the Dewalt Ford. After spinning early, having some damage to the left side, they've got it repaired. He has been back solidly in the top ten. Left side tires are on. 14.2 seconds to stop for Matt Kenseth. Kurt Busch made a stop. 
Also making a stop was Casey Mears. A couple of more cars in now in front of Winston Kelly. And one of those is the race leader. Mark Martin's got a swing around in front of the Kenny Wallace car who's pitted just behind him. They're going to work on the right side of the car. They're very happy with how the machine is running. Michael Walters going to bring his machine down. The Martin crew working on the left side of his machine. Kenny Wallace pulls away. Mark Martin now pulls away. 15.82 seconds further down pit road. Elliott Sadler on pit road, as is Jimmy Johnson. Four tires and fuel. Four cars have been in front of Danielle Fry. Well, Winston, it got a little bit interesting down here as Tony Stewart and Jeff Green entered pit road. They bumped slightly as they were trying to get to their pits. Both of those guys took on four tires. Also handled Dale Jarrett. He's been fighting tight conditions all day long. They made the slight adjustment on that car. Also took on four tires. Another person we've been talking about is Dave Blaney. He's been very tight, but they made a slight adjustment and took on four tires, and he's down and away. Bernhardt Jr. is on pit road. Cover his stop. The Budweiser Chevy away. 16.2 seconds. A good stop, but Jeff Gordon's going to beat him out by a significant advantage. Jeff Gordon with a good stop. They made a chassis adjustment. He's still just a little bit loose. A wedge adjustment. Four tires in fuel for Jeff Gordon Chevrolet. Four tires, no chassis adjustment for the Budweiser Chevy and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Joe Nemechek takes over the top spot. Now he peels off the banking in turn number four. That gives us a total of nine lead changes so far here this afternoon. Here's Nemechek coming down to make his stop at lap 134. That should cycle us back around to Mark Martin as the race leader. Let's cover Nemechek's stop. After starting 38th, Joe Nemechek able to make his way through the field and actually lead a lap. He's on pit road right now. Right side tires going on the UAW Delphi Chevrolet. Now they swing around to the left side. A slight chassis adjustment. We heard from crew chief Peter Suspenzo earlier. This Chevrolet has been handling good. He's down and away. 14.3 seconds to stop for Joe Nemechek. That's going to spread the field out pretty good because this is about the only round of pit stops we've had all day that has come under green flag conditions. So Mark Martin is now the leader. Mark Martin enjoying a very healthy lead right now. He's caught a big pack of traffic off turn number four here at the start-finish line. He's got Kyle Petty and Jeremy Mayfield and about three or four other cars directly ahead as he sweeps over to turn two. Kenny Wallace and Robbie Gordon also in that pack of four, Barney. Mark Martin will have to deal with them very carefully as he exits turn two to the back stretch. But the good thing for Mark Martin is he isn't pressured to make any maneuvers because Jeff Gordon is just coming off of turn two and Martin goes into three. However, the race leader is boxed in traffic. He's going to work on Kyle Petty now in turn four. Martin swings to the outside of Kyle Petty coming off turn four to uh, get around that machine. Falls in line now behind Jeremy Mayfield and two cars just ahead are racing side by side in front of the leader. Kenny Wallace on the inside of the battered Robbie Gordon machine. Down to the inside goes Jeremy Mayfield. He'll make a run at Gordon. Right behind them, they're two abreast. Right behind them is Mark Martin. Lap traffic double wide behind the race leader. Lap traffic double wide in front of the race leader momentarily. Now it thins out to single file racing. Mark Martin sees Jeremy Mayfield and Robbie Gordon in front of him. Now Martin changes lanes in the corner. Mark's got a car that will run down at the bottom of the racetrack about as well as anybody we watched all afternoon pointed that out a little bit earlier today that he could get lower than a couple of guys that he's been racing with and that's paid off for him. However, he's still sandwiched in that lap traffic over in turn two. And there's still a two abreast in front of him, Barney. Jeremy Mayfield goes to the 
inside of the Ronnie Ford machine. Bypasses him. Martin tries to follow. Can't find room to race. Waiting to see if Mark Martin will change lanes on the back stretch. He will not. He will follow Gordon into the corner. And he's got lap traffic on the rear deck. Steve Park and Jerry Nadeau. Now as Gordon goes to work on Robbie Gordon. Go to the other end of the racetrack. A good battle for the 13th position. Rookie Greg Biffle and Dale Jarrett going at it. And Ricky Craven in that mix as well as they hit the back straightaway. Here they come onto the back stretch. Dale Jarrett. Greg Biffle, Ricky Craven, nose to tail except for Craven. He climbs the banking, trying to get a run on the outside lane. It won't pay off, but Craven still goes to work on Biffle in the corner. That's been a pretty good, good battle for the last four or five laps around, and it continues that way as they ride nose to tail here in the front straightaway. Just looking at the interval now between Mark Martin and Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon has knocked off better than a second and a half on him, so that lap traffic is hurting Mark Martin right now over in turn two. And Mark Martin is not done yet, Barney. Still the Steve Park machine in front of him. Park on a new set of tires is fairly strong. Jeff Gordon now dives to the inside on the Jamie McMurray machine, but can't get underneath him as they exit two. Jeff Gordon's been looking for room to race, trying to bypass the McMurray machine. Thought he had that accomplished off turn two, but did not. Instead, Gordon will fall in line behind McMurray. As a matter of fact, we'll lose about a car length in the process. Steve Park making it as hard as he can for Mark Martin to get by because he is the last car on the lead lap. He does not want to lose a lap here at this stage of the race. But Mark Martin sneaks up right on his rear deck again in turn one. Steve Park giving it all he's got to try and keep the leader in his rear view mirror. Mark Martin for the moment can only follow in his tire tracks to the back stretch. Steve Park being very successful in staying on the tail end of the lead lap. He's not giving Martin any room around. Meanwhile, here's Jeff Gordon. Three wide with lap traffic, McMurray and Robbie Gordon. Gordon now will sweep past them both and will get free and clear of some of that lap traffic off the end of the back stretch. Now that was holding him up much the same as it did Mark Martin for the last 10 or 15 laps around. He knew he had to get out of there. He picked up a full second on Mark, but he got caught up in about a four-car scramble there and had to do something, so he made a move as he goes back over to turn two. Jeff Gordon now will close up on his teammate and his employee, Jimmy Johnson, still about three car lengths before he catches the low Chevrolet. All the while, Mark Martin still has yet to put the pass on Steve Park, and they've caught two more cars, Ward Burton and Jeremy Mayfield. So three lap cars directly ahead of the race leader. That little incident with Jeff Gordon trying to get around the lap traffic cost him a good bit in his uh, progress of chasing down Mark Martin. It's back to four seconds the margin from first to second. Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will nominate a key part of today's race as the EA Sports moment of the race. The moment of the race will be authentically recreated in a future release of EA Sports NASCAR Thunder video game. Because if it's in the game, it's in the game. We're looking at 147 laps down. That'll give us 146 to go here at Darlington. Mark Martin continues to lead. Jeff Gordon is second. Jeff is now three and seven-tenths seconds. He lost about... more than half of what he gained a moment ago being caught up in that traffic. Matt Kenseth has closed in a little bit closer. Matt shows in third. Elliot Sadler's fourth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fifth. And Joe Nemechek is sixth. Dave Blaney is seventh. Mike Skinner is eighth. Michael Waltrip should be ninth. Jimmy Spencer make up the top ten. We're back at the Darlington Raceway, and Joe, this is kind of the section of the race where they just kind of cruise uh, for this section. Right now, they'll run some 40 or 50 laps and just kind of try and gain a little ground if they can, but certainly not lose anything until the next round of pit stops. We've passed the halfway point of the race now with 140 laps to go, and it is pretty well spread out now with the uh, margin from first to second back to close to four seconds. Mark Martin over Jeff Gordon. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network.
at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. The Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 just past the halfway mark. It is the fifth race of this 2003 season. Very cloudy, overcast day, but uh, running clean and green all the way. We've had uh, five caution flags that have waved so far in the race. That was early on, the first uh, 35 laps or so when uh, all the cautions occurred. 11 lead changes so far among nine different drivers. Right now, Mark Martin leads Jeff Gordon. Matt Kenseth is third, Elliot Sandler fourth, and Dale Hart Jr. is fifth. Sixth is Joe Nemechek, seventh Dave Blaney, Mike Skinner is eighth, ninth is Mike Waltrip, and tenth is Kurt Busch. Jimmy Spencer is eleventh, Ricky Craven is twelfth, thirteenth is Dale Jarrett, fourteenth is Jeff Green, fifteenth is Rusty Wallace. Rest of the top 20 now are Tony Stewart, John Andretti, Bill Elliott, Greg Biffle, and Ryan Newman. Kind of looking back through uh, some notes that we make from time to time in just four races this year. Two drivers have already won over a million dollars in prize money. That's just, that is almost unbelievable in, in the span of four races. And the two drivers, of course, are Michael Waltrip and Kurt Busch. Michael went in the Daytona 500. That's got a very stout payday. And uh, with Kurt Busch doing as well as he has up until last weekend, really, and, uh, and at Las Vegas, he had two runner-up finishes starting off the season at Daytona and, of course, at the North Carolina Speedway in Rockingham. That coming on the heels of top five finishes dating back to uh, Martinsville last fall. He uh, was on a roll, led the points early on in the season until he had a couple of uh, misfortunate uh, runs at uh, at Las Vegas and at uh, at Atlanta Motor Speedway last weekend. But he still will be a contender for the championship this year. I'll tell you what, Kurt Busch is... uh He's just come into this business. He's got an awful lot of driving talent. He comes across as being real cocky and brash, but we've had guys come into business that way. Darrell Waltrip was that way when he came in. And when you come in that way and you can back up what you say and let what you do on that racetrack speak for yourself, and uh, it does in his case. I think he has probably more confidence in Kurt Busch's ability than, than anybody else right now, and he's getting the job done. Remember, even when Jeff Gordon first came into NASCAR racing, first in the NASCAR Busch Series, there was a year or two before he really showed us anything. We didn't really look at him and say, okay, this is going to be the new superstar. In Kurt Busch's situation, he came into the truck series, started winning races right off the bat, moved into the Winston Cup Series, started qualifying well, and you know, less than a year after he came into the series running part-time to begin with, you could tell he was going to be good. He's done a good job today. He missed his pit stop. He missed the entrance pit road is what he did coming off turn four on that last round of, uh, of green flag pit stops. Lost a lot of ground because he had to come back up to speed, go around the racetrack, come back in again. But still with all that, he's running in the 10th position. And remember, he started at the rear of the field today. Let's go to pit road. See if we can't get away with this crew chief, Jimmy Finning. Talked earlier about the fact that they had to go to the tail end of the pack. Been able to work your back up, way back up into the top 10, Jimmy. Is the car pretty solid right now? No, right now we're fighting loose, so we got to get into the jokes on it. But uh, we got a little ways to go, so hopefully we can get it by the end. Everything looked good in the power plant at this point? Uh, everything's fine in the engine department right now. There's the word from Jimmy Finning, crew chief for Kurt Busch. As you guys said, been pretty solid the first couple of weeks of the season. Incidents have taken him away the last two weeks, but appears to be solid once again this afternoon here at Darlington. Matt Kenseth doing everything he can to get up there and be a player, although he is running in fourth position right now. He is a little over four seconds behind the leader, Mark Martin, as they sweep over to turn two and head down to three. Here they come down the end of the back straightaway. Mark Martin in heavy lap traffic. He's going to work on Casey Mears. Got Steve Park and Terry the Bunny and others stacked up in front of him. A little further back, uh, watching a good battle for the fourth spot. Matt Kenseth there and Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale's trying to make a move on him as they come off turn number four. He sweeps down to the inside and doesn't see the opening. Now he does. Kenseth just lets him go on by, and Earnhardt Jr. picks off a spot. Dale Earnhardt Jr. takes the position away, not far ahead, about 10, maybe 12 car lengths up to the Elliott Sadler machine as they sweep.
sweep off the banking in turn two. Elliot Sadler goes to work on Kevin Harvick. Has to change lanes and go to the bottom of the racetrack. Harvick's in the outside lane. Let's Elliot Sadler go. As now Sadler sets sail for the Kyle Petty lap car. Tell you what, Kevin Harvick uh, is ready to get back in the groove and start winning races like he did a couple of years ago. I talked to Kevin a couple of times this weekend, and he said, you know, we, right now we just need some good luck. And he really is having this whole season is just things that happen to him, not necessarily of their own making. Already this season getting in trouble, at least here today in this race. He was involved in that uh, four-car crash back on lap 23, along with Jack Sprague, Bobby Labonte, Tony Raines, and Sterling Marlin. At least he was able to continue. We lost uh, three cars in that incident. A couple of the guys have come back. Bobby Labonte has been back out for a while. Sterling Marlin came out and now has gone back to the garage. So Kevin Harvick at least has been able to continue, but he's a number of laps down. Now shown back in the 36th position. Four cars are in the garage. Tony Raines has parked it. Sterling Marlin is back in the garage for the moment. Jack Sprague is out of the event, and so is Todd Bodine. But for Mark Martin, everything's on cruise control for Mark right now. He's getting around this racetrack about as quick as anybody out there, and he's got a car that one of the few that we have said this afternoon that seems to be able to find at least one or two different grooves going through the turn. He can run right against the wall if he needs to, but when he catches some of that traffic, he can also get down underneath. Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon, Elliot Sadler, Earnhardt Jr., and Matt Kenseth. That's your top five. Today's broadcast of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Featherlight, the official trailer and coach of NASCAR. See Featherlight at www.featherlightusa.com by Chevrolet. If only everything was as dependable as a Chevy. Chevy, we'll be there. By Ray Bestas, the best in brakes, certified for your safety. And by Wachovia Securities, together we can achieve uncommon results. We're back at the Darlington Raceway. Mark Martin continues to lead. Jeff Gordon is second. Elliot Sadler third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fourth. And Joe Nemechek is fifth. Not much change in the running order in the top ten at this juncture. We talked about Richard Childress's cars a moment ago, particularly Kevin Harvick and the tough season they were having. Let's see if we can get a word from Richard Childress right now. Well, R.C.'s had a tough couple of weeks. His mother, Virginia Hodge, passed away last week in Barn. We know that you've experienced that recently with R.C. And R.C., I know as tough as it's been, you've had a lot of outpouring from the racing community and the fans as well. Yeah, it was unbelievable. All the, all the race fans, all the cards, everything that they've done, all I can say is thank you for our family. and. Uh, it was a tough time, but that's what makes it a lot easier when you know you've got a lot of support from your friends and everybody else out there. Seems like whatever, anytime anything happens in NASCAR racing, it's like the family just kind of rallies around each other, no matter whose team you are or what fan you pull for, that everybody kind of rallies around everybody. Yeah, it, it was just great support from all the teams in NASCAR and all the fans from all the different uh, teams. Well, we've had Richard Childress in our thoughts and prayers just like Barney Hall a few weeks ago. So Richard Childress, his mother passes away, but he's able to rally back here and cheer his teams on today here at Darlington. Richard and I had a long conversation in the garage yesterday, and uh, we're kind of consoling each other about the loss of our mothers. And uh, as, as we both agreed, when you lose your mom, you've lost your best friend in life, that's for sure. We're at Darlington. 172 laps are complete here. Mark Martin right now showing the way. In the early going this afternoon, it looked like Dale Earnhardt Jr. was going to lap the field, but right now he's still very much in the hunt. He's showing in fourth place. Quickly through the top five, Mark Martin, Elliot Sadler, Jeff Gordon, Earnhardt Jr., and Dave Blaney make up the top five. So many times here at Darlington, that is the case. One guy runs off. You think, okay, this guy's a shoe-in for the win. Later, the tide changes. It turns completely around. And, of course, a long ways to go with 120 laps remaining in the Carolina Dodge Dealers 
400. South Carolina Governor and former U.S. Congressman Mark Sanford has joined us in the booth here today. First, I want to thank you for helping us with the weather today. I don't know that I can take claim for the weather, but why not? <laughs> why not? That's a beautiful day, and a big crowd has turned out here at Darlington Raceway, and this uh, one of the big events on the NASCAR circuit. We talk so much about the tradition of this. I'm sure you're proud to have it in your state. We absolutely are. It's a huge economic engine for this part of the state. We had uh, NASCAR night at the Governor's Mansion earlier this week, and it just had a great group of folks, um, both from a family standpoint and from a race car standpoint. People don't really realize, uh, I guess the people in this community do, but the average person across the country that is a race fan do not realize how much economic impact they have when the races come to town, particularly here at Darlington or anywhere we go for that matter. It literally transforms this area. I mean, you're looking across basically a city that is built in anticipation of this race and it frankly leaves when this race goes. So you're talking about $50 million of economic impact to the PD of South Carolina right here at home. I know you're a race fan. I can tell that by the way you've been watching him go around the speedway. Well, I, I, and more, to, I guess, to the point, you, my wife and I have four little boys. You want to talk about some eyes that are wide open. These little guys are really having a great time today. And I think some great life lessons that are applicable for our four little boys in terms of perseverance, which is what you see with these drivers and the way they, they hang in tough. And, frankly, teamwork. You look at those pit crews, you're seeing remarkable teamwork. And those are some great life lessons for little boys. And this truly is a family sport, and that, that is great to have it here. Absolutely. We're glad, glad it's here. We want to keep it here. Governor, keep the weather nice. We appreciate uh, that uh, the way things have turned around here today, and thanks a lot for stopping by to see us. My pleasure. Governor Mark Sanford, the governor of South Carolina, with us here today at the booth at uh, Darlington Raceway as we have now completed 176 laps of the 293 that make up the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Let's take a look at the full uh, field running board here with 117 laps to go. Mark Martin is the race leader. That margin, again, is just about four seconds. Uh, to be precise, 3.8 seconds over Elliott Sadler, the second-place man. Jeff Gordon is third. Dave Blaney, fourth. Dale Hart Jr. is fifth. Joe Nemechek runs in sixth with Matt Kenseth in seventh. Mike Skinner is eighth. Ninth is Michael Waltrip, and tenth is Kurt Busch. Running 11th is Ricky Craven. Twelfth is Tony Stewart. Dale Jarrett is 13th. Bill Elliott, 14th. And Rusty Wallace is 15th. 16th is Jeff Green. 17th, Jimmy Spencer. And 18th, John Andretti. 19th, Ricky Rudd. And in 20th, Kenny Wallace. 21st is Casey Mears. 22nd, Terry Labonte. 23rd is Steve Park. 24th, Kyle Petty. And 25th now, Jeremy Mayfield. Jamie McMurray shows in 26th. Jimmy Johnson, 27th. Brett Bodine is 28th. Ken Schrader is 29th. Johnny Benson is 30th. Ryan Newman, 31st. Greg Biffle, 32nd. Ward Burton, 33rd. Bobby Gordon is 34th. Larry Foyt is 35th. And Kevin Harvick shows 36th. And Jerry Nadeau, 37th. Bobby Labonte would be 38th. Tony Raines, although he is in the garage, showing to finish 39th right now. Sterling Marlin, 40th. Jack Sprague, 41st. Jeff Burton, 42nd. And Todd Bodine is 43rd. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Seeing a few pit stops begin all of a sudden here on pit road. Jeremy Mayfield is in. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road. Ward Burton was in a few moments ago. And here's Ricky Rudd. Let's cover his stop. Right side tires are on the Motorcraft board around to the left side. No major adjustments for Ricky Rudd. Second can of fuel going in. Ricky Rudd down and away. This stop happening at lap 183. Here's John Andretti coming down the pit lane to make a stop at 184. Also, Jack Sprague's car is back in. 
further up the uh, pit lane, coming in uh, off turn number four is Steve Park, the Penzoil Chevrolet coming in for a stop, and several more cars making their stops at 184. Back to Adam Alexander. Right side tires going on the Cheerios Dodge of John Andretti. He was pretty solid early, but has drifted back outside the top 20. They go around to the left side. No major adjustments for him. They're wiping off the windshield, having some problems with the left rear. They get it on, 18.2 seconds. A couple of stalls in front of him. His teammate Kyle Petty making a stop. That stop will happen at lap 185. Could see some more stops coming up here before too much longer. We are at lap 185 right now. Mark Martin continues to lead. Here's Jimmy Spencer bringing his machine in as he heads down toward his pit. Let's pick him up and cover that stop. He's pitting around toward turn number one. Since they expanded the pit stalls, they pit a little bit further down toward turn one. He's in the next to the last stall. Comes to a very smooth stop to the Sirius Satellite Dodge crew. Working on the right side of the machine. Another Dodge, the one of Jeremy Mayfield, stopped just a couple laps ago. A very smooth stop. No visible chassis adjustments if they're doing anything. Tommy Baldwin and the crew, it's with air pressure. 14.13 seconds. Excellent stop. Jamie McMurray has his Dodge on pit road as well. Murray makes a stop, moves on down the pit lane. Also, uh, Brett Bodine was in for a stop, and there's more cars in front of Danielle Fry. Steve Park filled down pit road. He went into his pit with routine service for the Pencil Chevrolet. Four tires and two hands, 76 racing fuel. Also, Terry Labonte Wood was in along with Brett Bodine. But the, the story down here is Dave Blaney. He's currently up the fourth. Robert Rudy Barker, crew chief for Blaney. Is he happy with the car? with the call, but since he's passing people, he's not saying anything. There's more cars going down pit road towards Adam Alexander. Mike Skinner going to make a pit stop. This happening at lap 186. That Kodak Pontiac has been solid all afternoon. Still looking for their first top 10 in 2003. Right side tires going on for him. They come around now to the left side. First can of fuel is in. No major chassis adjustment for Mike Skinner. Second uh, tires, second set of tires going on the left side. Down and away, 16.3 seconds for Mike Skinner. Rusty Wallace making a pit stop as he heads down toward Winston Kelly. Jimmy Wallace just pulled his Dodge away. The Dodge of Rusty Wallace to the attention of the Bill Wilbur-led crew. Cranking it up on the right side. First can of gasoline going in. We hear him talking to Mark Martin on the radio about when they're going to pit. Some cars were in front of Danielle Fry. Jeff Green and Dale Jarrett elected to pit together. They both took on four tires and two cans of racing fuel. Oh, trouble in the front straightaway. John Andretti comes spinning off turn number four and hits the inside retaining wall. A hard hit by John Andretti, and the caution flag is going to come out at lap 189. Barney, it looks like he just broke loose coming off turn four. Didn't see if there was any contract, uh, contact there or not, but the car came spinning across the start-finish line and backed into the inside retaining wall here. John been having a pretty good day. He came right across the start-finish line and busted the inside pit wall. The car has come to rest down there. I don't, don't think he made contact with anybody else. It doesn't appear that he did. The car is not moving, but the caution flag is out, and this will be the, the uh, sixth one of the afternoon coming out at lap 189 as John Andretti's car sits just down toward the inside of the pit wall here past the start-finish line. Going to be a break for some of the drivers who had not pitted, and a, maybe a bad break for some of them, some of the drivers who had already pitted. As John Andretti's car is sitting there, Adam Alexander, can you take a look at it? Is he moving around in the car? 
Well, it looked like that the window net had gone down. The safety crew just now arriving on the scene. They rush over to check on John. They're talking to him inside the car. And uh, the car sitting actually in the wrong direction, about three-quarters away down the front straightaway. The ambulance has arrived. Safety crew does not appear to be working very hard. So it looks like uh, everything going to be okay for John Andretti, and we certainly hope so as he sits idle here on the front straightaway. John was running in 22nd at the time, had just come down the pit lane and made a stop just a lap before that, and now uh, sees his day go uh, out kind of early. They're hooking up the car to uh, one of the wreckers to pull it away. Again, he was moving around inside the car, taking the steering wheel off, and is now getting ready to climb out with the help of safety personnel. Now here come more of the cars, those that had not come in yet to make their stops, making stops at lap 191. Race leader Mark Martin is in, a host of others. First, let's go down to Danielle Fry. The first in on this uh, end of pit road is Dave Blaney. We just talked to Booty Barker, his crew chief. They're working on the right side of the car. They moved to the left. They're putting in the fuel, working on one can of fuel. Now the second can. Also ends Tony Stewart. He took on four tires, and they both peel off. Down to Winston Kelly. One and a half rounds down on the Mark Martin machine. They're just a touch loose. He wheels around to the left side of the car, just in front of him, the Budweiser Chevrolet. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s crew working on it further down pit road. Jeff Gordon and Elliot Sadler. Martin's going to beat Jr. away, and everybody else, will he beat Elliot Sadler and Jeff Gordon away? Gordon pulls out. It's going to be a drag race to the end of pit road. It looks like it's going to be Gordon, Elliot Sadler, and Mark Martin. Now down to Adam Alexander. Roush Racing teammates Matt Kenseth and Kurt Busch in on the mid section of pit lane for Kurt Busch. Four tires and fuel, 14.4 seconds. He gets out just in front of his teammate, Matt Kenseth. Kenseth also getting four tires and fuel at lap 191. And we are under caution, as we said, for the sixth time this afternoon. We're working lap 191. 102 laps remain to be run. We're back at the Darlington Raceway. We are still working this caution flag when John Andretti had a problem coming off turn number four, slid down the front straightaway and tagged the inside pit wall down there. John has gone to the Enfield Care Center. We hope to get a report there in just a few moments, but the wind in that came down, and apparently he's okay, but the race car did not fare quite as well. They are showing Jeff Gordon as the leader. Elliot Sadler is second. Mark Martin would be third. Ricky Craven is fourth, and Dave Blaney is fifth. Michael Waltrip is sixth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. shows seventh. Tony Stewart is eighth. Kurt Busch is ninth, and Bill Elliott is tenth. That's after this latest round of pit stops. 11th is Matt Kenseth. Joe Nemechek is 12th. 13th would be Mike Skinner, and and he is going to be on the tail end of the lead lap. Joe Nemechek is on the tail end of the lead lap. So is Mike Skinner. So is Greg Biffle. So is Ricky Rudd. Now, remember, they pitted earlier, and the caution flag came out. Ryan Newman is also on the tail end of the lead lap, along with Dale Jarrett. And uh, those are the cars that are showing on the tail end of the lead lap for the moment. they still got a chance to get back up there, but it's a tough break when it happens like that. You get half the field that pits under green, and then suddenly the caution comes out. Yeah, this is going to be one of those uh, weird-looking restarts where the race leader is about uh, nine or ten cars into the field with cars on the tail end of the lead lap in front of him. And, of course, that's because of the way uh, some of the field had come in and made stops already before the caution. Others had not. They came in once the yellow flag was displayed. Next week, the NASCAR Winston Cup and Bush Series machines head to Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee for a doubleheader weekend there. The MRN Radio uh, crew will head out to Mesa Marin Raceway in Bakersfield, California. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series 
running there in the Lucas Oil 250. That race at 4.45 Eastern Time a week from today. From there, the Winston Cup and Bush Series cars go to the Texas Motor Speedway. MRN Radio picks up the schedule at Talladega Super Speedway for the Aaron's 499 and Aaron's 312 weekend. That is the uh, 4th of April through the 6th of April. After that, it's off to Martinsville Speedway in Virginia on the weekend of April the 11th. There we have the trucks and the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. That weekend also, the Nashville Super Speedway hosts the Pepsi 300 for the NASCAR Bush Series. And MRN Radio has all that action for you. Hope you can join us at some of these upcoming NASCAR events. If not, of course, we'll have them for you here on the Motor Racing Network. Now let's get a NASCAR performance tip brought to you by AutoZone. I'm Eli Gold with today's NASCAR performance tip. If you'll watch motorists at self-service gas stations, you'll see a lot of folks who are in a big hurry. What you won't see are people taking time out to make a few simple checks under the hood. I'll have more after this from AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. With gas prices at an all-time high, poor gas mileage will waste a lot of money these days. So get to AutoZone and do something about it right now. Install a new set of spark plugs, replace your dirty air filter, put in a new fuel filter, and add a bottle of fuel injector cleaner to your tank. Get to AutoZone and start getting better gas mileage today. Get in the zone. The Car Care Council says that over 80% of vehicles on the road have either low or dirty fluids. So while the gallons are clicking by on the pump, I suggest popping that hood and checking the fluids. In many of today's cars, the type of fluid is marked right on the cap. Otherwise, refer to your owner's manual for location information. Cars have a number of fluids, but the six easiest ones to check during a fill-up are the oil, antifreeze, brake fluid, and washer solution. The transmission fluid needs to be checked with the car running, so wait until your fill-up is done to take a look at it. If you find that any of the fluids are low or dirty, it's time to make an appointment at your repair facility. If you're at a convenience store, many of these fluids, such as oil, antifreeze, brake fluid, and washer solutions, can probably be purchased on the spot. And if you feel comfortable topping them off yourself, there's no time like the present. Remember to be car care aware. For more maintenance tips, log on to www.carcare.org. Field forming up for the restart over in turn number three. Again, Jeff Gordon is the race leader. As it shakes out, now those cars on the tail end of the lead lap are down on the inside lane. One car directly in front of Jeff Gordon. That is Mike Skinner. It's Gordon, Elliot Sadler, Mark Martin, Ricky Craven, and Dave Blaney. That is the top five. rest of the top ten are Michael Waltrip. He's in sixth. Tony Stewart, seventh. Kurt Busch, eighth. Bill Elliott, ninth. And Matt Kenseth in tenth as we go back to green. Going to be some hard scrambling for the guys to try and stay up there with the leader as the green flag comes back out. And Jeff Gordon takes them down to turn one. Big question for Gordon. Which lane will move? It looks like it'll be the inside. Dale Jarrett drives under Mike Skinner. Gordon tries to follow, but he can't do it. Here he comes off turn two. He is trapped in traffic. Lap traffic in front of him and behind him. Change for second. Mark Martin gets underneath Elliott Sattler. Martin now goes to second. Sattler drops back to third as the race leaders still contend with lap traffic. Jeff Gordon drifts high in the corner coming up off turn number four as Rusty Wallace holds the inside lane, struggling to get back on the lead lap. Let's check in with Danielle Fry. Well, John Andretti has already taken the mandatory trip to the Enfield Care Center and has made his way back into the Winston Cup garage to survey the damage on the Cheerios Dodge. John, what happened? Well, I don't know. I mean, um, it's really unfortunate because we had a pretty good run. 
And uh, we were working on the Cheerios Betty Crocker Dodge, and it was getting better. But um, we came out on new tires. Somebody else came out on new tires, started beating me down the back straightaway on the back bumper for no reason, then drove in the side of me. He says he never forgets. I hope he doesn't forget this. I think we all know who he's talking about. That's John Andretti ending his day early. John Andretti is out of it here this afternoon, apparently having a little contact between himself and Jimmy Spencer. The lead machine right now swings off turn number two and heads over to three. And that machine is that of Jeff Gordon. He has broken free of Rusty Wallace. Wallace really has his hands full. Wallace not on the lead lap. Has second place Mark Martin crawling all over his tailpipes in turn four. Mark Martin swings to the inside of Rusty Wallace trying to get by. Meanwhile, Jeff Gordon is held up because the two cars in front of him are racing side by side in turn one. Trying to hang on to the tail end of the lead lap. Mike Skinner and Dale Jarrett. Skinner swings to the inside of the UPS. Ford moves under him. Gordon Gordon sizing up Dale Jarrett midway down the back straightaway, looking to see if he'll dive to the inside or go to the high side. For now, he will follow the tire tracks of Dale Jarrett. Meanwhile, Mark Martin has broken free of Elliott Sadler and begins to track down the race leader. Jeff Gordon knows he needs to get around that lap traffic and move away if he can because Mark Martin's had a good race car for the better part of the afternoon here, and he knows he's capable of running him down. Let's see what happens in turn two. Mark Martin closing in. He's got company from Elliott Sadler. Behind them, Jeff Green, Rusty Wallace. Then the cars are Dave Blaney and Ricky Craven. Dave Blaney running in the fourth position, trying to find his way around Rusty Wallace and get up there and fight for third with Elliott Sadler. Meanwhile, here goes Jeff Gordon going to work on Dale Jarrett down low. Finally breaking down to the inside to get by this car on the tail end of the lead lap. Jeff Gordon tries, but does not succeed. At the start-finish line, he'll fall back in line. Further back, here's Dave Blaney. He sees a challenge from Ricky Craven. Craven trying to make a move to the outside in turn one. Looking to the high lane going into one, but Blaney slams the door on him. Craven has to back out of it. Right behind Ricky Craven now, Kurt Busch getting into the fray as they were a single file. Kurt Busch making a move off of turn two, diving down to the inside of Kenny Wallace, clearing the Wallace car. Now closing in on Ricky Craven, fighting for that position. One reason Dale Jarrett's running so hard, he has a lap and almost two laps down. If Jeff Gordon gets around him, he'll put him a couple of laps down, and he's trying to stay up there and at least have a shot to gain one of those laps back as they go over to two. Jeff Gordon doing anything he can to try and get by DJ, but so far no takers. Mark Martin continues to close in. Mark Martin very methodical and tiptoeing towards the front, tiptoeing towards the race leader. Jeff Gordon still not having success getting by Dale Jarrett. Now Gordon's going to try to high lane in turn four. Gordon looks for another way to get by Dale Jarrett. Further back, Dale and Hart Jr. starting to pour on the steam as he scrapes the wall up in turns three and four. Just got it by his teammate, Michael Waltrip. That moves Jr. now up to the 10th position. Let's see if he can pick up more ground in turn one. He's got another teammate dead ahead, that being Steve Park, who's racing right now, nose to tail with Mac Kenneth. Dale Jr., no major damage on the Budweiser Chevrolet. Up front, here goes Jeff Gordon. He is going to work on Dale Jarrett. Almost gets it to the left rear quarter panel. Jarrett goes up the racetrack as Jeff Gordon dies for the bottom. Dale Jarrett made him work for it. Dale tried to pinch him to the bottom of the racetrack. Gordon says, I'm not going to give anything. They almost touched sheet metal there for a second. It's still not over, although he is underneath him in turn one. Well, this time they did touch sheet metal, Barney. They banged together twice on the front straightaway. Gordon gets by at the entrance to one. He may have got the spot, but it cost him some time. Mark Martin is right there. Mark Martin got by Dale Jarrett. Now Elliot Sadler, too, will get by his teammate. So Dale Jarrett falling backwards. Mark Martin and Elliot Sadler have caught race leader Jeff Gordon. Since Gordon now is gone by Dale Jarrett. He has been able to pull away somewhat from Mark Martin. Maybe about three car lengths. 
But again, Elliott Sadler up in that mix as well. He, too, has gone by the lap traffic to the front three, head up into turn one. Jeff Gordon with about five car lengths in hand. Got a big black donut right over the number on the right side door of the DuPont Chevrolet, but he's got the lead off two. And he's got some room to work with. He's got two car lengths, maybe three, between himself and Mark Martin. Although Martin will shave down that distance off the end of the back stretch. Gordon slides up the racetrack while Martin keeps his car nailed down at the inside of the racetrack. They come down to the line, put 206 laps on the scoreboard. That'll give us 87 to go here at Darlington. Today's broadcast of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Wicks Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR. By Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR and the NHRA. Available at Sears. Craftsman makes anything possible. Sears, where else? By Pontiac, fuel for the soul. And by Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. Three cars at the front of the field trying to pull away right now. Jeff Gordon leads Mark Martin and Elliott Sadler. They're the top three. Dave Blaney is fourth. Ricky Craven is fifth. Kurt Busch is sixth. Tony Stewart is seventh. Bill Elliott's eighth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is ninth. Michael Waltrip is tenth. And Matt Kenseth is eleventh. And those are the only cars on the lead lap. Let's take a sweep through the pits. Brought to you by Mechanics Wear, the official glove of NASCAR. Winston Kelly. Uh, during that last round of caution flag pit stops, things didn't go well for the Budweiser Chevy. Came in running fourth, went out seventh, but had to come back down pit road during the caution flag. Lost four more positions back to the 11th position to tighten some lug nuts on the left front of the car, but he's already picked up a couple of more spots. One of the teams who hasn't missed a beat all day long is that of Jeff Gordon, the leader, with Robbie Loomis, the crew chief. Robbie, what's he saying about the car right now? Seems to be hitting on all eight. Chevrolet's been extremely loose all day. The sun's popped out here. You know, we're out front, got a lot of air on the nose. He's just wheeling her real hard right now, just doing a great job. But Victor was incredible. Trying to get some air down on the front of the machine. A little bit loose, but still, he's got it in a win. Now let's go to the midsection of pit road. Another guy who's been in the top five most of the day who slipped back just a bit. Adam Alexander is there. Well, that's Matt Kenseth. Three consecutive top five finishes. Had him as the Winston Cup points leader coming in here to Darlington. A spin early. He was back in the pack, but he worked his way back up in the top ten. Currently running 11th. Robbie Rides with the crew chief. Running 11th. Robbie, your thoughts at this point in the race? Well, we got uh, we got real tight here now on this last set of tires and uh, fell back, and we just haven't been able to get the handle back on the thing. So we'll have to hope on this last stop and make the right adjustment so we can get back up in there. Best ever finish here at Darlington, a sixth in 2000. He'd love to get his fourth consecutive top five today. He's on the lead lap, so no doubt he's got a chance to get up and contend here at Darlington. Now down to the turn four into pit road and Danielle Fry. Well, we mentioned about the battle between Dale Jarrett and Jeff Gordon. Dale Jarrett's part just a bit tight. He didn't say much about the contact that he made with Jeff Gordon. But Mike Ford, who used to be the jackman on Dale Jarrett's car, now the crew chief for Bill Elliott, you guys have made it all the way into the top ten. What's Bill saying about the car? Well, you know, we started the race out, and our Dodge was a little bit to the tight side. But coming to Darlington, the track changes a lot. You know, and the sun came out, and it seems to help our car. And, you know, right now, Bill's pretty comfortable. We're better on a long run, hoping it stays green here. Obviously, Bill is real comfortable as he is a five-time winner here at Darlington. 
For the moment, it will be all Jeff Gordon as he sweeps around the Darlington Raceway. 216 laps go up on the scoreboard. There are 77 remaining. Mark Martin's in striking distance. He's less than half a second behind. And just a pinch over a second behind. And third is Elliot Sadler. A little ways back, a little over almost four seconds back to Dave Blaney, who rides fourth. And Ricky Craven's having a good day. Ricky shows in fifth. Why don't we give you a full field rundown? We haven't done that in a while. Back in sixth is Kurt Busch, Tony Stewart seventh, Bill Elliott's eighth, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is ninth, and Michael Waltrip is tenth. Matt Kenseth shows eleventh, Mike Skinner is twelfth, Ryan Newman's thirteenth, Greg Biffle's fourteenth, and Joe Nemechek is fifteenth. Ricky Rudd is sixteenth, Rusty Wallace would be seventeenth, Dale Jarrett's eighteenth, Jeff Green is nineteenth, and Steve Park is twentieth. Give 21st to Kenny Wallace, 22nd to Ken Schrader, 23rd to Terry Labonte, 24th to Jimmy Johnson. Casey Mears make up her top 25. And 26th now, Kyle Petty. 27th is Jeremy Mayfield. Jimmy Spencer's 28th. Jamie McMurray is 29th. And Johnny Benson is 30th. Robbie Gordon's 31st. Ward Burton's 32nd. Larry Foyt's 33rd. Brett Bodine is 34th. And Kevin Harvick, 35th. Jerry Nadeau is 36th. John Andretti's out of the race. He's shown in 37th. Bobby Labonte has been in and out of the garage practically all day. He's shown 38th. Sterling Marlin the same. He's 39th. Jack Sprague is back out. He is in the 40th position. Also out of the race, the cars of Tony Raines, Jeff Burton, and Todd Bodine. We've had 13 lead changes among nine drivers this afternoon. The caution flag has waved six times. This mid-race update is brought to you by MBNA. Mark Martin led this race at the official halfway mark and wins the $10,000 MBNA Mid-Race Leader Award. If Mark Martin goes on to win the race, he'll win a $5,000 bonus. Should he fail to win, the bonus prize will continue to accrue until a driver wins the MBNA Mid-Race Award and the race. For the moment, it looks like Jeff Gordon's in pretty good shape, but there's still a lot of racing left. As we told you, there are 74 laps remaining here at Darlington. Mark Martin trying to close in. He's knocked off a couple of tenths of a second in the last two or three laps around on Jeff Gordon. Let's pick up that scramble in turn one. Gordon right down on the bottom of the racetrack. Now we'll just let it drift up next to the concrete. His lead is about a car length over Mark Martin. Another seven back to Elliott Sadler. Jeff Gordon's not been able to hit that dominant stride. He's not been able to get away from Mark Martin because Martin has been keeping him basically at arm's length for the last handful of laps. This time in turn three, Martin closes it up. Gordon slides up the racetrack, and Martin continues to work the inside lane trying to get the lead. Hard to tell if Mark is actually going for it or just maybe checking to see which lane works best for his car and trying to free the machine up a bit. Here at the front straightaway, drops back by another car length or two, but stays right with Gordon up in turn one. It's been like an accordion over the last 10 or 12 laps. You know, Mark Martin seems to drop back three or four, maybe five car lengths. Then he puts the hammer down, reels Gordon in once again. Yeah, he is in hammer down mode now. He closes in on Gordon, maybe about a car length and a half behind. Martin takes the lower line while Gordon is comfortable to skate up against the concrete as Mike Skinner gets out of control just for a moment, gathers it back in right in front of the race leaders. Yeah, Mike keeps it in a straight line. Car a little bit skitterish as the leader goes by him over in turn one. Jeff Gordon just drives down to the bottom of the racetrack. Skinner gives him plenty of room. Mark Martin still another car length back. We'll have to deal with that car of Mike Skinner. So now matters become complicated for Mark Martin. He's lost some ground, and he's got a lap car between himself and Jeff Gordon. Martin now must get around the Mike Skinner car, but Skinner has the inside lane blocked. Now slides up the racetrack. Here again, Mark Martin looks down at the inside. A couple of other changes in the top ten. Bill Elliott just moved up to the seventh position. Dale Earnhardt Jr. just took the eighth position at the expense of Tony Stewart. He falls to ninth. Michael Waltrip in tenth. But it's Jeff Gordon leading by half a second with 70 laps to go. 
We are back at the Darlington Raceway and a problem for Mark Martin. Let's follow up on it real quick. Well, it was a similar situation that Dale Earnhardt Jr. had other than rather tighten the lug nut. He had to add a lug nut to the left front of the machine. So Mark Martin, who went back out second, is going to lose a lot of positions. I believe there were 11 cars on the lead laps. So it's going to drop him from second back to 11th. From the Darlington Raceway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. We're back at the Darlington Raceway. The field given the indication they'll take the green next time by, and that'll give us 52 laps remaining to settle it here at Darlington in the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. This is the way they'll restart. Jeff Gordon is the leader. Elliott Sadler is second. Kurt Busch is third. Fourth is Ricky Craven. Dave Blaney is fifth, and Michael Waltrip is sixth. Tony Stewart is seventh. Bill Elliott is eighth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is ninth, and Matt Kenseth is tenth. The 11th place car is Mark Martin. Now, Mark came off pit road in second position a moment ago, but a lug nut having to come back to pit road to replace that has put him all the way back to the tail end of the lead lap. Actually, he is the last car on the lead lap back in 11th position. Showing 12th is Mike Skinner, a lap down. Ryan Newman's 13th, Greg Biffle's 14th, and Joe Nemechek make up the top 15. Got the lap car is lined up on the inside of the field. Now as they work over into turn number three, Mike Skinner, the first of the cars there, followed by Dale Jarrett. Rusty Wallace is there, also Jeff Green, Steve Park, and Ryan Newman. Pace car drops off the banking, hits the pit road. Here comes the field for the restart on lap 241. It will be 52 laps to go. Jeff Gordon trying to get away from the rest of the field as they come down to the line, gets into the gas, and DuPont Chevrolet starts to pull away. Kurt Busch stays right with him. Elliott Sadler also there, working the outside lane as they head up to turn one. They'll all stampede to the outside of the last car of Mike Skinner. Elliott Sadler swaps lanes. He'll go to the inside of Skinner. He takes third down the backstretch. So now the front three are all free and clear of lap traffic. Jeff Gordon, Kurt Busch, and Elliott Sadler off the end of the back straightaway now. Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch one car length apart now as they work to turn four. And Ricky Craven and Dave Blaney back there in that mix of traffic behind the front three trying to shake free and get up there and have a shot to win this thing also. It is Gordon at the start finish line leading Kurt Busch now by two car lengths as they go to two. And Kurt Busch trying to for the bottom of the racetrack. Halfway down the back straightaway, Kurt Busch draws up alongside the DuPont Chevrolet. It's a dead heat to three. They almost make contact. Busch slides up the racetrack. Both hang on but still side by side. Getting physical in the closing laps of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 side by side for the race lead. Gordon holds him off of the line. Gordon leads once again but Kurt Busch again is on the prowl. And Elliot Sadler has joined the fray now. It's a three man dance for the lead. Gordon on top. Busch in second. Sadler a car like back. Here comes once again, here comes Kurt Busch down to the inside of the racetrack. This time he has a fender on in front. Gordon's going to drive him hard into the corner. Again, they race side by side. Sadler's there. The front three going for the lead in Darlington. Hey, what? Kurt Busch is braver than Dick Tracy the last couple of laps around this racetrack right now. He just will not give up. He is down inside, working back into turn number one as Jeff Gordon hangs onto the lead. Kurt Busch might lose second. He does lose second, Barney, as Elliott Sadler took it to the outside. Powers around Kurt Busch, but he's not done yet. He's on the attack, and he's looking after Jeff Gordon. Elliott Sadler trying to go for the lead, but can't quite make it happen. Lost some ground on the back straightaway. Gordon pulls away by two car lengths now as Elliott Sadler and Kurt Busch right behind. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. 
A great three-way battle for the lead. Just 48 laps from the finish of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 here at the Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Dave Moody and Mike Bagley covering the turns for MRN this afternoon. Along the pit lane, Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Danielle Fry. Here come the leaders. Back to the line. It will be now 47 laps to go. Jeff Gordon finally gets a little breathing room. He has fought off the challenge and now has pulled away by about four car lengths. Elliot Sadler rides there in second. It's another three back to Kurt Busch. Then the lap car of Mike Skinner and a fairly healthy gap back to Ricky Craven fourth. After a couple of tense laps, the front three now cool their jets. This time off the end of the back stretch, Jeff Gordon, Elliot Sadler, Kurt Busch fairly spaced out. Now Ricky Craven further back goes to work on the lap car of Rusty Wallace. Ricky Craven doing everything he can to get up there and make it a four-way battle and maybe win this thing here at Darlington as the laps wind down. Got to give a lot of credit to Jeff Gordon as he sweeps over to turn number two. He's put on some good moves on everybody that's challenged him. Took that lane, Marty, and just hung on to it. The outside lane has been the quick way for Gordon. He's fought off the challenge of Bush and Sadler. He has played defense for most of the race, but now actually offense, but now he's playing defense. He's trying to hold off Elliott Sadler. Sadler's toying with different lines, diving low, but now sliding wide in the corner. Sadler started the race today on the pole, wants to take that top spot yet again when it really matters the most in the closing laps and at the finish. Right now he's about five car lengths behind leader Jeff Gordon. The advantage remains the same, about five, then two more back to Kurt Busch. Good battle, Ricky Craven has the lap car of Rusty Wallace between himself and the fifth-place machine of Dave Blaney. And Wallace has not been cutting Craven in any slack. He's on the back bumper as they race down the back straightaway. Craven going up the racetrack, opening the inside lane for Wallace. Just about the time Wallace starts to move, he yanks it back in line with Dave Laney closing in behind those two. Front three have settled down just a little bit. If you wonder what happened to Mark Martin, he had a problem, had to come back onto pit road with a lug nut just a moment ago. He's restarted 11th, and he is on the prowl right now. He's picked up a couple of spots, got around Bill Elliott and Matt Kenseth, and he's working on Tony Stewart over in turn two. Yeah, now he's shadow boxing with the Home Depot Pontiac. Fakes high, drives low, blows Tony Stewart away off two. And he will take the eighth position on the back stretch. Mark Martin saw the inside lane open coming off the corner. He occupied it, filled it, and now has closed it. He takes the spot and pulls away from Stewart in three. Also, Dave Blaney has finally ridded himself of the lap car of Rusty Wallace that was blocking his path. Now he's got a clear line of sight to the fourth place car of Ricky Craven. He's got about six car lanes to make up. Craven, in turn, trying to reel in the lap car of Mike Skinner that separates him from the front three as they work to the back stretch. Once Dave Blaney has gotten around Rusty Wallace, he has pulled away from Wallace and begins to closing on Craven. Speaking of closing in, the battle for the lead is tightening up. Jeff Gordon has one car length over Elliott Sadler in turn four. Elliott Sadler has been moving up every lap around. Right now, he's only a couple of car lengths back as they hit the start-finish line. Kurt Busch is about another three to four car lengths behind the front two as they go back to turn one. And a good opportunity right now for Elliott Sadler to make a run as Kurt Busch not close enough to challenge him for second. Sadler goes way high, less than a car length between himself and Jeff Gordon. And he dies for the bottom of the racetrack off turn two, trying to get the run get the momentum to try to get up there and take the lead. Gordon, two car lengths ahead of Sadler now. Both cars equally sliding up the racetrack following each other off the corner. Sadler is riding right where he finished in this race last year. Runner up. He wants to move up one more spot. Let's see if he can do it. He chases Jeff Gordon back to one. The deficit remains about a car length and a half, maybe two car lengths. Sadler trying to run a little bit lower on the track than Jeff Gordon. Takes a very low line this time off turn two. Now he swings it wide, almost slaps the concrete but keeps it off the wall. Kurt Busch begins to close in. Busch running in third looking for second. At the entrance to three, all three drivers start at the bottom of the racetrack, then slide up the track and against the concrete in the corner. 
Good chase for the lead right now among three cars with 40 laps remaining here at Darlington. As the laps wind down at Darlington, there'll be 35 to go for Jeff Gordon, who leads in the rest of the field when they cross the line. Got a feeling everybody might be saving those tires because this is going to be a long run if we don't have a caution out there. And you better have a little bit of something left. So the front three for the moment just kind of saying, well, we're going to have a couple of shots to get up there and get in the lead. Elliott Sadler and right now Kurt Busch. So nobody really pushing it that hard. Let's check and see with uh, some of the guys contending for this win what their crews are saying about uh, what they have left or maybe if they are saving their cars. First for Elliott Sadler. He's running in the second spot. Winston Kelly is in his pit. Let's see what Raymond Fox third will say. Raymond, you got anything for him? I, I mean, right now it looks like it. I mean, we have to see what it looks like at the end of the run. Um, we've been real consistent all day. We've been up in the top five. Um, hopefully we can. That'll be a first win for him and and first win for me and Elliot. So, uh, yeah, it'll be awesome if we do. It's kind of a wait-and-see type deal, but they are hoping that he's Elliot Sadler is holding a little bit for the end. And, Barn, that name Raymond Fox, that kind of go back, goes back a long way. His father and his grandfather had been in this business a long time, and one of your friends used to drive for the original Ray Fox, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. David Pearson, I think, won his first race in one of Ray Fox's cars, and Buddy Baker also had a lot of success driving for Ray Fox. See if we can get a word out of Kurt Busch's pit. Currently running third, Barney Crew Chief Jimmy Finning. Been pretty solid, Jimmy. You guys holding back and saving something for the end? Nah, right now we got uh, power steering trouble right now, so. so we're just struggling right now with no power steering. Going to be a tough final 40 laps or so for Kurt Busch. Going to be difficult for him to battle the power steering and have a chance to get a victory. He's a tough little driver, though. If anybody can hang on to it and uh, make it run up to the front, Kurt Busch can do it. Right now, the separation from first to second, basically the same. Maybe two or three car links. Kurt Busch, about three car links back, riding in the third spot. Further back, uh, Ricky Craven still holds on to the fourth position. Dave Blaney has been all over him for the last several laps, but so far has not been able to uh, make the pass there. Also, even further back, you've got Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's still in this game. He's been busy working his way back from the pack a little bit. He's in the sixth position. Remember, he had to make an extra pit stop early on. And Mark Martin has gained a few spots after also having to come back down the pit lane because of a, a lug nut they didn't get on the car. He's now running in the seventh position. Leaders are now exiting turn two and onto the backstretch. Jeff Gordon brings the field onto the backstretch away. A couple of laps ago, Elliot Sattler got a good run, was on the back bumper of Jeff Gordon but has since fallen back by about two car lengths into turn three again. Both cars sliding up the racetrack with Kurt Busch about two car lengths behind Sattler in third. Tell you what, we, got enough, we have enough laps left here at Darlington to make it a five-way scramble to see who wins this thing right now as Ricky Craven and Dave Blaney continue to close in. Let's go back to pit road. Well, Barney, you mentioned the battle between Ricky Craven and Dave Blaney. Going to get a word with uh, Cal Wells, team owner for Ricky Craven. Does Ricky have anything to get all the way to the front? Well... If, uh, if it goes green the rest of the way, maybe. But uh, Ricky's driving his tail off right now, and we're thrilled he's got the tied car, at least in contention. we got to go green all the way to, to contend, though. That's the words down here in the tied pit. He started 31st, currently he's in fourth. They are gaining on the front three ever so slightly, maybe a little less than a tenth of a second each lap around. They go over to turn two. Every time he gets to pay some attention to the Mike Skinner lap car and try and put him away, Barney, Dave Blaney sticks the nose underneath the tide ride. Craven fights him off again to the backstretch. That was the case the last time through turn three. Craven went up the racetrack. It left the inside lane open for Blaney. Same thing happens this time. Blaney, though, doesn't dive low enough and has to fall in behind Craven's machine. For the fast cars, this groove has moved higher and higher right up against 
against the outside wall. You talk about some Darlington stripes. We'll have a bunch of them by the time this day is over. Jeff Gordon, again, leads the way. In turn one, the separation now about four car lengths. Back to Elliott Sadler. Another four back to Kurt Busch, who rides in third. Four more to the lap car of Mike Skinner. Four more to Craven. And then about a sheet of paper to Dave Blaney. Yeah, Dave Blaney is on the move. He is looking for room to race. He's trying to take the spot away from Craven. That would be the fourth position. Again, Craven goes up the racetrack. Blaney can't do anything with him this time by. As hard as those two are racing back there, they may put a little more wear on the tires maybe uh, than they would want to to have a run at getting up there and having a shot to win this thing, but we still got a lot of laps remaining. 27 to go as they go to two. Dave Blaney once again sneaks a beat down to the inside on the tie. Pontiac of Ricky Craven can't make it stick. He'll have to follow in his tire tracks off too. But Blaney gets the better run off the corner and is able to close in on the rear deck of the tied Pontiac. See what Blaney can do this time. Dives deeper into the corner. Craven's line consistent up against the concrete, but yet again, Blaney still cannot open that inside lane. Following the fourth place battle here, that's the best one up here at the front of the field anyway as they come down to the stripe. Once again, Blaney about a car length off the rear deck of Ricky Craven. Looks again to the inside, going to turn one. Dave Blaney may be getting a little hot to trot right now, Joe, because not far behind another 10 car length back is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. may yet make a battle up at the front as well. For for now, Dale Earnhardt Jr. rides by himself, but he is closing in on the back of this Dave Blaney battle. Blaney again looks for the bottom, now falls back behind Craven by about two car lengths. Dale Jr. has got to be scratching his head in the early part of the race here this afternoon. He was about to lap the field. That's just how good his car was, and all of a sudden it's still decent, but nothing like it was the first hundred laps or so here at Darlington. They scramble back over to turn two. Great save. Well, Jeff Gordon tags the wall into a big-time Darlington strike for the race leader. He bounces off, and he holds the lead, at least for the moment. But he's still in the gas, but he has lost some ground. Here he comes into turn three. A Darlington strike for Gordon. Then Elliott Sadler capitalized. He's looking for room to race. He's looking for the lead in four. Sadler senses an opportunity. Let's see what he can do off turn four. Can't pull down to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Gordon hangs on to the top spot. But Elliott again realizes there may be an opportunity here. He's right up on the bumper and going for it in one. Sadler down on the inside of Jeff Gordon trying to take advantage. Has a wheel underneath him in two. Here comes Sadler halfway up to the back stretch. Here they are side by side. Kurt Busch dies for the bottom. They are three wide on the back straightaway. Busch underneath Sadler. Bush underneath Gordon. Now Kurt Bush goes full lead in three. Man, you talk about a move. He made a wild one, but he made it work as he went down the back straightaway. Made them three deep, and he has the lead right now as the laps continue to wind down. Just 23 to go. Now, Jeff Gordon, can he hang on to second place? He almost lost it here in the front straightaway. Elliot Sadler down to the bottom of the racetrack. Pulls underneath him. Ricky Craven is coming. Dave Blaney is coming. Sadler is second off turn two. Sadler completes the pass onto the back straightaway. Jeff Gordon falls back in third. They're side by side for fourth. Blaney, Blaney finally gets the run under Ricky Craven. Those two ride door to door behind the lap car of Mike Skinner. He started at the rear of the field this afternoon. Missed pit road early on. Recovered from that. And now he's starting to pull away with just 22 laps to go. He is Kurt Busch. He leads the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Hi there, this is Katie Cook at Coke FM. Here's Anthony Smith singing Half a Man. More at CokeMusic.com. This is Coke FM, and we're keeping it real with the cool taste of Coca-Cola. When Ryan Newman is tying his shoes, he's thinking about the height of his rear spoiler. When Ryan Newman is filling up his bird feeder, he's thinking about the height of his rear spoiler. 
when Ryan Newman is playing catch with his dogs. He's thinking about the height of his rear spoiler. But when Ryan Newman is eating a cheeseburger, he's thinking about how much he loves cheeseburgers. Just kidding. He's thinking about the height of his rear spoiler. Because that's just one of the details it takes to win. And Ryan Newman is all about the details. All tell. Are you connected? Jeff Gordon lost one more spot as Ricky Craven got by. Craven has moved up now to the third position. Now Dave Blaney gets by as well. Jeff Gordon has fallen back to fifth. Kurt Busch has made the lead a full second now over Elliott Sadler with 20 laps to go. From the Darlington Raceway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Early this afternoon in the running of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400, it looked like Dale Earnhardt Jr. was going to be the man. He stretched out to a five- or six-second lead at one time. Mark Martin was strong early on this afternoon. Several other drivers have had their turns out front, like Jeff Gordon. He was dominating for a while, but in the closing laps now, it looks like Kurt Busch is on his way. He's built up a two-second lead over Elliott Sadler. Ricky Craven is third. Dave Blaney is fourth. Fifth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mark Martin is sixth. Michael Waltrip seventh. And Winston Kelly, Jeff Gordon has fallen all the way back to the eighth position. What are they saying? Well, as one might expect, if you hit the outside wall, knock the toe out out. So that means he's not handling very good going into the corner. Elliott Sadler just glanced off the wall as well, as he might be getting ready to lose the second position. So both Elliott Sadler and Jeff Gordon with some late race problems. Strong race in turn two. Down to the inside, Ricky Craven takes second, Blaney to third, Dale Jr. to fourth, and Sadler backslides. Elliott Sadler getting the shuffle backward off turn two. Now Ricky Craven has set sail, brings Blaney and Jr. along with him. Elliott Sadler still under attack. Here's Mark Martin making the move down to the inside. This is all going on three seconds behind Kurt Busch. The shuffle from second on back. Craven has moved up to second, Blaney to third, Earnhardt Jr. to fourth, Mark Martin now to the fifth spot as Elliott Sadler tries to hang on. Sadler now is going to lose another spot as down to the inside comes Michael Waltrip. So as did Jeff Gordon a few moments ago, Sadler gets into the wall late and it will cost him some spots. Michael Waltrip starts his run down to the inside of the racetrack. Off turn two will complete the pass and will move one more spot closer to the front as Kurt Busch brings the field back off turn four. Kurt Busch's advantage, three and a half seconds over everybody else right now or a little bit make that three and one tenth seconds but he has a healthy margin over ricky craven dave blaney earnhardt jr and mark martin but we're going to have a whale of a finish back in the field from second place on back they're over to turn two craven will need some help to catch kurt bush for the lead he's got plenty to worry about on the back bumper four car lengths over blaney four more back to jr and mark martin coming on a rail matter of fact dale earnhardt jr is going to drop down to the inside and let mark martin have the inside lane give mark martin the spot he now flashes by the budweiser chevrolet mark martin moves up to the fourth position, but will he hang on to it? Earnhardt Jr. has a thought of maybe coming back in the outside lane. Off turn four, he pulls up there sharply, sees he runs out of racetrack, and is forced to fall back in line behind Mark Martin for now. Mark Martin dies slow into turn number one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. just a few inches off the back bumper. Michael Waltrip would love to get back up and join that fray as well, but he's got to deal with a lap car of Mike Skinner. Racing for the fourth position. Mark Martin in fourth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in fifth. Flash by the lap car of Bobby Labonte down to the inside of the racetrack. Martin using the inside lane. Looks up top. Sees Dale Earnhardt Jr. coming fast up top. 13 laps, and it'll all be over here at Darlington. Kurt Busch is the leader. Ricky Craven second. Dave Blaney's third. Mark Martin is fourth. And Earnhardt Jr. is fifth. Michael Waltrip is sixth. Elliot Sadler is seventh. Tony Stewart is eighth. Matt Kenseth is ninth. And tenth is Bill Elliott. Jeff Gordon is the last car on the lead lap. He is back in 11th position. 
field now works down the back straightaway up into turn number three. Kurt Busch, the race leader. And I say the field, he's a long way away from the rest of the field. Two and a half seconds. The margin from Kurt Busch back to Ricky Craven. And Danielle Fry, we're talking to Cal Wells, the owner of PPC Motorsports a few moments ago, about the fact that staying under the green would help Ricky Craven. Apparently that's working. That is correct, Joe. And if you remember, Cal said that they were just happy to be in contention. I don't think he ever dreamed that they would be running in second place. But He's well, closing it down. down right now. There are only 11 to go for the leader, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch just taking a good, smooth line through both ends of this racetrack right now. Not pushing it any more than he has to. He has, still has a big advantage of a little over two seconds over Kurt, uh, Ricky Craven and Dave Blaney. So smooth sailing for him. I guess in his mind, Joe, he's got to be thinking about losing an engine here uh, the last couple of races. With the problems they've had, no more trouble for Jeff Gordon up in turn three. Problems for Jeff Gordon. He makes contact with the outside wall. He's off the pace and down to the inside of the racetrack as problems now have befallen the DuPont Chevrolet one more time. Things have really gone south for Jeff Gordon. He was in command and looked to be on his way to a win here at Darlington. Would have been his seventh victory at this legendary racetrack. But again, after tagging the wall a little while earlier, and now once again hitting the wall and getting pinched up in traffic in turn number three, he is down on the apron of the racetrack, apparently coming down to pit lane. We have nine laps to go in the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Kurt Busch is in charge, but Ricky Craven is closing the gap. It's now down to 1.7 seconds, the margin from first back to the second position. Let's pick up the battle for the lead now as it tightens up even more. They flash by Jeff Gordon's car down to the inside of the racetrack. Kurt Busch has the lap car of Larry Foyt between himself and second place Ricky Craven. Tough break for Jeff Gordon as he limps onto pit road and heads down to his pit as the laps go down now to eight remaining as Kurt Busch goes over to turn two. Kurt Busch right down on the bottom of the racetrack again. Has some insurance. Larry Foyt between himself and Ricky Craven. But Craven is carving quickly into that margin off turn two. Yeah, Ricky Craven is on the march. He comes off the second corner, closing in on Larry Foyt. Now makes a move, changes lanes, and dives for the bottom of the racetrack. So now he has free and clear track ahead. He's behind Kurt Busch by about maybe 15 car lengths off the corner. It was 1.1 second the margin between first and second. Last time by, here they come back to the stripe. Kurt Busch across the line. Ricky Craven across the line. Now it's still 1.1 seconds. Let's follow the battle in turn one. Craven now has cleared the lap car of Larry Boyd, so he's got some open asphalt as he'll set out in pursuit and try and run down Kurt Busch. He is using the open track to his advantage. He took the inside lane off turn two, got the good run, slid wide up against the wall in three. Now he takes the wider arc into turn number three, down to the inside of turn four in pursuit of the race leader. Six laps to go, and it'll all be over. Jeff Gordon dived into his pit. Let's get a quick report there. Well, they brought it down pit road, changed four tires. Jeff just came on the radio and said something else is wrong, guys. Something else is broke. So it looks like it's going to be a day for the DuPont Chevy. Jeff Gordon has already slid back about 15 positions as he has made that stop and gone back onto the racetrack. Tough break for him because he had a pretty good race car. Let's pick up the battle for the lead, headed to turn three. Here comes Kurt Busch. He's closing in on the lap car. Brett Bodine, he starts his run down to the inside, slides up to the top of the racetrack, loses some momentum. That allows Ricky Craven to close in just a tad. Five laps to go as they come down to the stripe. It is now down in car links and one lap car separating Kurt Busch from Ricky Craven. Brett Bodine gives way on the inside. That allows Craven to keep the momentum up. He has closed it down. Five, maybe six car lengths now. The deficit for Ricky Craven on the tide Pontiac. No lap traffic to deal with for the front two. Kurt Busch and Ricky Craven onto the back straightaway. They have left Dave Blaney. Blaney now will deal with some lap traffic as the front two take the high side in turn three. Craven still carving into Kurt Busch's 
lead. Gaining on him every lap around. Catching is one thing. Getting around is another. But he is there. Only two car links separate the front two right now as they go back to turn one. Ricky Craven on the hunt. Puts the bullseye on the back bumper of Kurt Busch's Ford. Closes it down to two car lengths. A car length and a half. Again, eating into the margin off two. Now up against the concrete comes both the leaders. Down the back straightaway. Ricky Craven continuing to close in. Off the end of the back straightaway. Kurt Busch using the inside lane. Now darts up to the top of the racetrack. And Craven again closing in even more in turn four. Only three laps to go. Can Ricky Craven make it happen? Kurt Busch is in command, but Craven now right up on the bumper. And here across the line starts looking to the inside for the lead. Craven looks down to the inside. Kurt Busch slams the door on him as they enter turn number one. Craven falls back in line, drops back by a car link, tries to gather it up and make another run at him on the backstretch. It's very clear that in turns three and four, Ricky Craven's race car is much faster than Kurt Busch's. Here they come at the entrance to the corner. One car lane separates the top two. Busch goes to the top. Here comes Craven looking down on the inside trying to take the lead away. Kurt Busch put a good block on to keep him on the outside up in turn number four as they come back to the line. He is there this time. He's going after the lead in turn one. Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch side by side. They bump. Busch brushes the wall. They bounce off each other. Craven has the lead. Busch bumps him. Craven to the outside and Busch back underneath regains the top spot. Now here comes Ricky Craven trying to regain that lost ground. Busch back to the lead on the back straightaway. Ricky Craven in hot pursuit. Pedal to the metal and Dave Laney joins this battle. Here's Busch. Two car lengths out in front. Here comes Craven again using the high lane on the move in four. Getting physical here at Darlington Raceway like it's supposed to be. Craven has another shot but only one. The white flag out this time. Kurt Busch leads by inches back to turn one. The gloves are off. Craven is there and in turn one. Half a car length back. Busch drifts high. Craven unable to make a move. They'll remain single file. Craven now to the inside. Here they come off turn two. Racing for the lead and the win. The crowd on the back straightaway is just going delirious. Busch, Craven, nose to tail. Here comes Craven up top. Busch goes up the block. Here comes Craven down to the bottom trying to hang on. Both cars are loose in four. Craven pours all the steam. Pulls to the inside lane. They are dead even coming down to the line. This is going to be close. They lean on one another. Across the line, Ricky Craven gets the win and they continue the crash headed up into turn one. Craven pounds the wall. Bounces off it. Kurt Busch right back at him. Ricky Craven has won the race. The only question now is will he be able to make it back to victory lane? That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington. They got physical for the last five laps, and Ricky Craven couldn't have won by more than six inches. They were leaning on each other coming off turn four. They were dead even. They put the pressure on one another, leaned on one another, slid across the line, really, and continued sliding till they got up into turn number one. That is a remarkable finish here at Darlington. Ricky Craven wins the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Kurt Busch is second. Dave Blaney third. Mark Martin fourth. Michael Waltrip is fifth. Let's go to Pit Road. What a jubilant bunch down here with the tight, tight crew. Scott Miller, congratulations on your first win as a crew chief and Ricky's second. Thank you very much, man. He was just, he was the man out there today. He drove his butt off and, uh, he gives us 100% effort every week, and we're trying to give it back, and hopefully hopefully we can get more of these. What was what were you saying to him in those last closing laps when he was battling with Kurt Busch? He didn't need any motivation, man. He, uh, we didn't say a word. We let the spotter do his job, and he was just, uh, he was after it. That's the word down here in the tide pit. Cal Wells called it early on, said that they were just going to be happy to be in contention, but they ended up with the win in the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Should be some interesting conversations coming from pit road when we talk to the top five finishers shortly. 
NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio, sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. We could well have just seen one of the best finishes in NASCAR racing in a long, long time. Let's hear from some of the top competitors. Let's go down to pit road. Kurt Busch climbing from the Sharpie Rubbermaid Ford. Pretty good run for you guys. Unable to get the win. Take us through that final lap, Kurt. It was awesome. That's what it's all about, just racing as hard as you can. And I've got to give congratulations to my team and all the effort that we put forth. We're just missing one little input. If we can get all the inputs in the right place, we can win some races. This feels great. Not sure how many people know the power steering problem there on that final green flag run. How bad were you fighting it there on those final 40 laps? Yeah, it was 50 to go. It started missing 10 to go. It cut out completely, and I was fighting it as hard as I could. This car weighed about 10,000 pounds. So I did the best I could. I just couldn't dig and dig and dig, and I just came up a bit shy, I guess. We'll review the tape, but, you know, we're happy with second place because we know we're missing a little something for as far as a complete package. They say it's the track too tough to tame. Kurt Busch did the best he could to tame it today, came home second, battling Ricky Craven. Over to Danielle Fry. Someone else who is really happy, Dave Blaney, you got your career best finish today with a third place at Darlington. you got to be pretty happy. Yeah, we're, we're real pleased. Um, the whole Jasper team's been doing a great job. Um, you know, we got Booty Barker come on this year, and he's just turned us around. And, and uh, we're getting better and better every week, and um, we're, we're just tickled. We just keep going with it, hopefully. From your vantage point, talk about the battle between Ricky Craven and uh, Kurt Busch. Yeah, if they had done that one lap earlier, I'd have been looking good. But uh, that was a heck of a race. Uh, those guys did all they could do. It was fun to watch where I was for at. That's Dave Blaney. He comes in third place. See if we can hear from Mark Martin. Awfully good day for Mark Martin today. Brings it home in Ford. Got to be happy about that, Mark. Well, uh, I was happy about the way we ran. Uh, obviously, it's a little bit of a disappointment for everybody in the Viagra team there. Uh, you know, with that, uh, they really had that Taurus hooked up today. And, you know, they gave us such great, such great pit stops uh, all year. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, we, you know, you're going to have that. Some days you're going to run her in the fence, and some days you're uh, going to have problems on, on pit road. And, uh, you know, we had a great car and a great opportunity. And I told them, I said, you can uh, give me cars like this. We'll win a lot of races. Uh, and uh, the only problem uh, that we'll run into is if we only have a car like that once a year, then uh, we better make it count. But I think these guys can give me uh, cars like that uh, pretty often, and if they do that, we'll, uh, we'll win our share. Mark, referring to a little bit of disappointment, of course, they were re- going to restart second, had a lug nut problem, dropped back to 11th, but he's able to battle back and finish fourth today. Over to Danielle Fry. Talk about a worn-out driver. That's Michael Waltrip talking things over with crew chief Slugger Labby. Michael, you guys worked on the car all day, and it obviously paid off here at the end. Yeah, we had a good car in the long run for sure. Um, 53 laps wasn't quite enough. If it had been a 70-lap run to the end or 60-lap run, we were coming, but it just took us a little while to get going. I think old guys do that. The, they they want to be like a ha- tortoise and be there at the end, and the young cats do the hair deal, and they run out of going power. That's my philosophy. What do y'all think? Obviously, the fans react to Michael's finish, or his uh, words. He finished fifth today. His best Darlington finish was a third back in 1991. Great run for him here this afternoon. Again, the top five. It is Ricky Craven winning by less than six inches, it looked like. Kurt Busch finished second, Dave Laney third, Mark Martin fourth, and Michael Waltrip fifth. We'll go down to Victory Lane here in just a few moments. Matter of fact, let's go there now to Gatorade Victory Lane. And with Ricky Craven, Ricky getting a big kiss from his wife, KK. Ricky, first place we got to start is those last couple of laps. You guys got together going into turn number one. You gathered it back in, got back around him. Take us through those laps. Well, you know, I didn't realize there was only a couple left. I, But I knew it was coming down to you know time to go. And 
we got together getting into turn one, and I don't know how he saved it, and then I don't know how we saved it. And then we decided to do it again here at the end. But, uh, you know, I'm really lucky to be driving this Tide Pontiac and be racing NASCAR. There's no better time to be racing NASCAR than right now. And uh, I hope the fans got their money's worth there because where would we be without them? i tell you what, if they didn't, they've never seen a good race. Did you know you had gotten him when you came across the stripe? I couldn't tell, and I was at start-finish line. Well, I really didn't. I mean, I really didn't. In fact, if we had lost that race... It would have been devastating because it's exactly the kind of race you want to win, but exactly the kind of race you don't want to lose. And Kurt is just a heck of a racer, and uh, that was fun. It really was. When he had you by about three seconds, when did you think you really had a chance to win? Oh, I was so strong with the Tide Pontiac on the long run. And uh, I was just glad that it went 60 laps. Had it not not gone 60 laps, we wouldn't have won the race. But, you know, the fact is it did, and, and that's what we needed for the Tide Pontiac to run like it did. And the Goodyear tires are fantastic. And You know, we started the race, and we were just mediocre at best. And we said, if the sun comes out and the track gets slick like it always does, these shocks and springs are going to pay off. And they did. I remember a couple of years ago, Jim Phillips said, you are a Winston Cup winner. Now, you are a Winston Cup winner two times at Darlington and in their 100th race. How does that feel? Well, it's cool. You know, I was so proud to win that first race, but you know you got to legitimize it, and you got to back it up. And I'll tell you what, there's no tougher place than Darlington, South Carolina. You know, from my earliest days, I, I viewed Darlington as a place, the, the, one, the toughest place on the series, and this is one of the places I wanted to win the worst. Thankful I got the chance. There was a time that folks questioned whether or not Ricky Craven could come back and do this. He showed it at Martinsville beating Dale Jarrett, and he showed it today here at Darlington, one of the toughest tracks in one of the toughest races. Ricky Craven victorious today at Darlington. And Barney, that win at Martinsville was a very similar circumstance as this. Remember, he was battling Dale Jarrett. That was a squeaker as well. Yeah, he got physical up there, but that's the kind of racing. I just made this statement a few minutes ago. When a race finishes like this, where the driver makes the difference in who wins and who doesn't by what he did, you got a heck of a show. We congratulate Ricky Craven down on Gatorade Victory Lane. Gatorade, the official sports beverage of the Darlington Raceway. Back at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina, Ricky Craven, the winner here today in a tremendous battle down to the wire with Kurt Busch. We'll look at the full field rundown in a moment. First time for Barney and me to select the winner of the very bestest break of the race award. We'll award $500 to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestest Breaks in the name of the driver who received the best break in today's race. Well, I'm sitting here thinking that there, there were a couple of guys. Mark Martin, of course, uh, had the lug nut problem and came back and finished fourth. But i tell you what, I like Ricky Craven. Ricky Craven bounced back there, and, and he, as far as the break of the race, he got a good break when the race stayed green all the way down to the checkered flag. And, and they had said on pit road, we need a long green run to be able to get up there and contend for this race. He got it. I like that for a good break. He ran good all day, and he was two and a half seconds behind Kurt Busch with, what, 20 laps to go in the race. Erased that uh, separation and came home to pick up the win, so I'll go with you on that. Ray Bestus Breaks, the official breaks of NASCAR, awards $500 in the name of Ricky Craven to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries. Take a look at the rundown. Ricky Craven is the winner. Kurt Busch will finish second. Dave Blaney ran third. Mark Martin finished fourth. And Michael Waltrip make up the top five. Dale Earnhardt Jr. had quite a day. Led a great part of this race and looked like he was going to run, run away with it in the early going, but he finishes sixth. Elliott Sadler was seventh. Matt Kenseth eighth. And Bill Elliott ninth. And Tony Stewart tenth. 
11th will go to Mike Skinner. Skinner had a good day. Greg Biffle finished 12th. Good day for him also. Joe Nemechek 13th. Ryan Newman 14th. And Ricky Rudd make up the top 15. Looking further back, Rusty Wallace ran 16th. Ken Schrader was 17th. Dale Jarrett finished 18th. Jeff Green came home 19th. And Jimmy Spencer 20th. Give 21st to Steve Park. Jamie McMurray ran 22nd. Kenny Wallace 23rd. Terry Labonte was 24th, Johnny Benson 25th. 26th today was Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Petty finished in 27th, Robbie Gordon 28th, Ward Burton was 29th, and Jeremy Mayfield finished in 30th. Brett Bodine was 31st, Larry Foyt 32nd, Jeff Gordon was 33rd, Casey Mears 34th, Jerry Nadeau came in in 35th, Kevin Harvick was 36th, Bobby Labonte 37th, John Andretti 38th, Sterling Marlin 39th, Jack Sprague 40th, Tony Raines 41st, Jeff Burton was 42nd, and uh, Todd Bodine came in in the 43rd position. 15 lead changes today among 11 different drivers. Caution flag waved a total of seven times today. Championship point standing still led by Matt Kenseth. He leads by 57 points over Tony Stewart, who takes the second spot now. Michael Waltrip is third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fourth. And Kurt Busch is fifth. There's a 138-point separation among the top five as the series moves on to the Bristol Motor Speedway next weekend. Well, again, Barney, what we saw here at Darlington was uh, sort of a flashback, and it's uh, very fitting that this is the 100th Winston Cup race here at Darlington Raceway. And again, for some of the newer fans who maybe don't remember the good old days of this track, that's what made this place so great. Yeah, I've seen a lot of finishes like that where the last two or three laps, the guys running for the win uh, were bouncing off each other. The sheet metal was kind of getting tested a little bit and uh, can't see a better finish. And a great, uh, it's a shame both those guys couldn't have won, Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch. If you could have two winners, they both deserved it here today. They really put their all out there this afternoon coming down to the wire in this race, and the fans loved it. A lot of folks are still dazed, still sitting in the grandstand, just don't want to leave. The voices you heard on our broadcast today, Dave Moody and Mike Bagley, they cover the action there on the back straightaway and up in the turns. Along the pit lane, it was Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Danielle Fry. Our broadcast engineers, Larry Sweeney and Cheesecake. Our satellite engineer was Mike Weaver. Our production assistant was Kay Pinchbeck. Don't forget to be tuned in daily for NASCAR Today with news of what's going on in the world of NASCAR. Check in with Eli Gold on Tuesday night for NASCAR Live at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and the World of Racing daily with commentary from NASCAR drivers on the issues of the day. And don't forget to Tomorrow morning, we're here for a special NASCAR Bush Series race. The DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 rained out on Saturday. It'll be tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. MRN radio coverage starts at 1045 Eastern Time. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. We congratulate Ricky Craven, who's won the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 at Darlington. MRN Radio. Coverage of the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400 has come to you from Darlington Raceway. Sponsored by Chevrolet. If only everything was as dependable as a Chevy. Chevy, we'll be there. By Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. By Wachovia Securities, together we can achieve uncommon results. By Budweiser, the best things in life are the things that are true. Budweiser, by Alltel. Are you connected? By Pfizer Men's Health. Tune up for life. By Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR and the NHRA. Available at Sears. Craftsman makes anything possible. Sears, where else? By AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher. When you need a little something extra, when it counts most, Gatorade. Is it in you? By Raybestos. Have your brakes checked every year and ask for Raybestos. The best in brakes. By Tom Johnson's Camping Center, the official RV dealer of the Motor Racing Network. 
by Mack Trucks Incorporated. Two-way communications by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. And by Pontiac, fuel for the soul. Today's broadcast was directed by Ryan Horn. The executive producer for MRN is David Hyatt. This broadcast has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.